Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of The Emphatic Fanatics and we have got a cracking episode for you today. How to rebuild Arsenal into a Champions League and English force. So I'm sure you're really going to enjoy this. Today I've got with me Jordan. Hello Theo, how are you doing? Hi Jordan. I've got Luca. Alright Theo. Alright Luca. And I've got special guest, Arsenal fan, Philippe Robert, <laughs> Rabacek. Oh, good try there, mate. Good try. <laughs> try. I nailed it. I nailed it in the practice. It's just the nerves got to me. The nerves got to me. Well, Philippe, it's good to have you with us um, on the pod, especially since we're talking about Arsenal. So we, we timed that nicely, didn't we? Um, so first of all, questions for yourself. How did you fall in love with the Gunners then? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, I didn't like football till I was about 12 years old. So about 2012, I remember watching the Euros. Balotelli and Torres were kind of my heroes when I signed watching. I'm pretty sure it was 2013. I think we were playing Southampton. It was a 2-0 scoreline. I just remember watching the football, the Arsene Wenger ball, and I just fell in love with it. And I was like, that's the team I'm going to support. And also, because I'm Polish, they had two Polish players at the time, Fabianski and Szczesny. So that's kind of why I started supporting them. And then I ended up finding... In my wardrobe and Arsenal top that I never knew was an Arsenal top because in the only football at the time it was a Colaturi t- yellow top with a big O2 logo in the middle. So yeah, it's, I ended up supporting Arsenal. It's meant to be then. It was meant to be. Yeah. Then. yeah. Meant to be. That's an iconic t-shirt, iconic player as well. Colaturi. That's, that's interesting stuff that is. I, I respect that. That's a, that's a really cool back, back story that. So a bit more about Arsenal then. You've obviously touched on Szczesny and Fabianski, but is there any other former players that were your favourites and any reason why? Fabregas. I think that's the kind of player I love, the one that can just pass the ball with one touch anywhere. That's the kind of player I'd love to be. So, yeah, it's got to be Fabregas. He was just magical and it was heartbreaking when he went to Barcelona and then came back to Chelsea. So, yeah, it's yeah, got to be Fabregas and... Podolski, Podolski was the other one. Mm-hmm. Had a really an absolute belter of a shot. Could hit it from anywhere, and yeah, I'd say that's the two big ones. Yeah, yeah they're, they're cracking players, cracking players. I mean, for my, for myself, one of the the players who I was a really big fan was Sami Nasri. Yeah, um, I know he divided opinion at the end, but I believe if he had have chose United over City, he'd, he'd would have been one of the best players in the world. He was he was awesome. What about you two lads, Jordan Luca? Yeah, so I, I would say um, I'm slightly older than you, but only slightly. But um, I, I, I'd watched the Premier League probably, I don't know, since 2004 or five. is kind of when I started watching football. Cause I was All right, sorry, Tony Adams. That's when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I know, true, true, Luca. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a wee bit... A wee bit past yourself, but um, yeah. So I, I remember Bergkamp and Henri, and I've I've said that in previous podcasts that um, I thought they two were amazing, and really that invincible team was just unbelievable. It was filled with stars: Gilberto, um, uh, Lundberg, Colaturi, uh, as as Philippe mentioned, um, and yeah, you had, you had so many stars. Robert Pires as well. Um, can't forget the the magician that is Robert Pires. But in terms of like more recent times, uh, Robin van Persie. Um, even though he went to United and was considered a bit of a traitor and probably is a bit of a traitor uh, for leaving Arsenal at such a later time in his career. What I 
I loved about Van Persie's goal scoring instinct. He just had that knack of, of getting a goal and getting Arsenal out of situations. I remember that game against Chelsea when it was a hat trick he scored at Stamford Bridge. Um, yeah, 5-3, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that game. And he really, obviously, stood out as... You've got so many good strikers in the Premier League that sometimes these players can get lost. But Robin Van Persie, I think, was great. It was interesting you said Fabregas, though, uh, Philippe, because he had left Arsenal at that point. It was in 2013, really. Yeah. He'd, he'd, was, was it after the, the World Cup in 2010 he had left? Mm. Um, yeah. So, so it's interesting you said that you liked him. Uh, to be honest, it's watching the replays and then seeing him at Barcelona, you realise what kind of player you had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the kind of player I missed. Well, obviously, watching older games, that's how I got to know Fabregas. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing with Fabregas is that um, it was probably right for him to move to Barcelona. He went to Chelsea and won a Premier League, but it kind of spoiled his time at Arsenal. And it's, it was a bit a bit of shame uh, that he's considered in that light. But that, that's quite a lot of Arsenal players are like that with uh, likes of players that went to Man City with Gail Clichy and uh, Nasri, as, as Theo mentioned as well. Um, there was players like that that, that are kind of treated a bit dishonourable. Um, to leave to, to that kind of club. But um, yeah, Fabregas, as you said, amazing player. So yeah, that's kind of some of the players that I liked. Um, what about yourself, Luca? Yeah, I mean, obviously I haven't been watching for, you know, as long as you lads, but I, I think when he's on when he's on form, I, I love watching Mesut Ozil. I think he's a, a proper baller. Um, in, in terms of Arsenal, yeah, when back in when I started watching football, it was... It was the stage when he'd moved from Madrid and near enough every game he was involved in the goal he was doing something. So, yeah, I like Mesut Ozil, yeah. I think he's... Yeah. It, it was quite interesting with Mesut Ozil because when, when he came to Arsenal, it was kind of one of their big... Like, first kind of really, really huge signings from big money. Because um, I don't know, how much did he really sign for? Do you, do you remember what he signed for? Just, again? I think it was just under 60 million. Was it just under 60 million? So it's... That's the thing. He came in at a time when Arsenal were probably just on the way to like spend the big money again. He was probably their marquee signing, um, and it's kind of a shame the way it's kind of turned out from now. Where he's he's wanted out by supporters mainly because that big wage that he's on. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll dive into that a bit later. But yeah, good good shouts there with with some of the suggestions. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So some good good suggestions, obviously. Philip, final question for yourself, mate. You you've talked about obviously the first game you watched. What's been your favourite Arsenal game? Oh, uh, I think it'd have to be between two. Either being Bayern Munich 2-0 last time we were in the Champions League because we basically done a Celtic against Barcelona, had about two shots with 20% possession and beating them 2-0. I think Giroud scored in that game. I remember all actually coming off his hand and we had no VAR back then. But I didn't care. Probably the greatest win ever. And then we got beat 5-1. Good old days, eh? Uh, no, no, we got beat 5-1 the week after. Coffee Bayern. <laughs> <laughs> or being Tottenham 4-2 last year when Emery was coach. And Torreira scored his first goal, I think. Yeah, we kind of all thought that's Arsenal back. And it went downhill from there. But yeah, that was a great game. Yeah, some good, good suggestions. Those were some good games there. Yeah, yeah, good. It's been some memorable Arsenal games. Mainly for the, the wrong reasons in the past few years. 2011. Yeah. Was that the 8-2? Oh, when we beat them. Oh, oh yeah, of course. 2011 <laughs> Blues, Arsenal 2-1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was a memorable game. I, I, I remember you, you just said the 8-2 there, Phil. I, I remember I was at my friend's house um, and we, we were just, I, I, I think we were upstairs and I think his dad was watching the game and he shouted down and it was like, 
Arsenal were getting, it was it was time when it was like about six, I think it was, I don't know what the score was, but uh, Man United were up by six and it was like, you're thinking, what? <laughs> did we just did we just hear that Arsenal are down six goals here? And it in ended eight two. It's it, that, that was a mental game. Um, they were they were woeful that game, but they missed the penalty at one 0 RVP mm. had a penalty saved mm. by by De Gea, so obviously that that score could have been different. But yeah. oh, that's good stuff, Philip. Um, it's good to know a bit more about your Arsenal history before we we get into it. And now that obviously brings us to the time when we're going to get into it and we look forward to your options and what your opinions so we're going to crack on now and talking about our main topic which is how to rebuild Arsenal so firstly I want to ask you guys um, about your opinions on the board and Stan Kroenke who do you want to kick off <laughs> uh, let's go for the okay well oh man uh, I'd personally uh, I'd want him out I just think the money he's spending in the NFL on the Rams, is it, that he owns? And I saw a stat the other day that in the last 20 years, he's the only owner of a football club in the top three English leagues that's not invested a single pound into the club. That all the money we have to make, we have to generate all the money to reinvest it. I think, yeah, I'd want him to go. That's an absolute mm-hmm. must. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a good point you brought up there. I, I don't know, because I mean, I, I follow the, the NFL as well. I don't really know what, he, what he's doing keeping Arsenal because the Rams, they've, they've built a million, hundreds of millions of pounds of stadium. They've also had, obviously, Super Bowl runs in the past couple of years. So the money he must be ploughing into the Rams and not to plough any in Arsenal, it doesn't make any sense. Where's he, where's he from? Do you know where he's from? Uh, he's American. He's oh, American. well, maybe that's why then. Maybe he doesn't have much interest. Mm, maybe, maybe. Um, but how long has he been in charge of Arsenal for? Well, owning it. I, I think oh, it was. Like yeah, it was when they built the Emirates. So it was tw- two thousand and six. I want to say two thousand five, two thousand six. Because um, they moved to them. I remember that it's like this quote that's come out before that they moved to the Emirates and it's like we're going to compete with Bayern Munich, and oh, that's that's clear to see that they've not done that and they they don't really care. Um, They've had some interest in, obviously, he's, he's hired uh, people to do the business. Um, I, don't, I don't know if there's, there's a number of like, people that he's had in the past. Gazidis is, comes to mind, Ivan Gazidis, um, who's no longer there. But, um, yeah, so people there that uh, maybe, maybe aren't the best to run an Arsenal football club. Um, so I don't think it's just Stan Kroenke. I think Stan Kroenke is part of the problem that he's not putting in the money. Because um, if you're going to buy a project, you need to put in the money. Um, but I, I, it is also mixed with poor, uh, poor judgment of hiring people and who you hire. Um, because if you if you don't hire the right people, um, you're definitely not going to get the results. Um, so yeah. But I, I I want to say about obviously uh, obviously like Arsene Wenger a wee bit, Philippe, and your your obviously opinions. Um, obviously, I think. A lot of people have mixed opinions of Arsene Wenger. Um, some, obviously, I think everyone considers him a great manager. But what was your opinion of the way he kind of left Arsenal? And um, do you think it was, obviously, it was the right time to move on. But w- what was your opinion yeah. at that time of like when he was leaving Arsenal? Well, first of all, I think, obviously, greatest manager in our history. He made the club. We would not be here at the Emirates in a 65,000 at Indy Stadium without him and we wouldn't have been competing for Champions League for that long. I think 
obviously the way it's went since Wenger left, it shows how much he kept us together, how much he kept the team afloat. We've been finishing sixth and now potentially not even in the top ten since he's left. So I don't think he was part of the problem. He was stubborn. He would not sign a defender. But I don't think he should have left in that way with players, uh, sorry, fans flying banners over the stadium asking them to leave. <laughs> I think that was I think that was wrong. I think that was outrageous against. But I think people were wanting a change. And potentially he should have stepped down earlier. Yeah, I think that's the thing is that with Finger and and the board, it's like he was almost the scapegoat um, to a yeah. lot of problems. Um, and I think that's clear to see that that is the case. Um, he was kind of the front for for Stan Kroenke and for the board. Um, um, so yeah, I think that's the thing with 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 Finger. He probably should have stepped down, but if if you're getting paid so much money and you're in your job and you're quite comfortable, why why would you? Um, why would you step down? Obviously, it's probably better for the club, but that should be up to them to make that decision um, to come yeah. to him. And they were they weren't going to change if if it costs money. So, um, so yeah, we can clearly see that. I just think that there was a lot of beating around the bush in general. It's like I think if they had have made a, more stronger decisions going back to. You know, Wenger wanted investment in the squad for a long, long time. And we all know that Arsene Wenger is a manager who defends his players to the hills as well. So he always will put preferences in his players. And I, I completely respect that coaching. But at the same time, what Wenger did with very little funding, I mean, he only got in his tenure at Arsenal, he only got Ozil in what, 2014, 2015? Yeah. He had to beg and beg for, for, for money. I mean, you look at Van Persie and the superstars they had. He didn't pay forty million for him. He had him as a as a kid almost, and that's why he had to take chances on players like I mean, closer to, to my time of watching Javinho. You know, he had to take kind of chances on players and um, Shamak and Frimpong, not mm-hmm. world beaters, but yeah. unfortunately, that was what he was allowed to buy. A manager as good as he was and achieved as much as he was, I just don't think they they backed him anywhere near as much. Ferguson would never have had that little backing. So yeah. Wenger should have had the same, in my opinion. I mean, he's one of the well, greatest managers of all time. Well, that was the case because when Ferguson was manager at United, Theo was it was it David Gill was the was David the, Gill. David Gill. He, so he David was, Gill he was got him whoever he wanted. He he was almost like the the man that Fergie turned to, and I don't think Wenger probably had that at Arsenal. No. He never. I think was it like his, I'm trying to think. I don't know the exact names of of the Arsenal board, but like Chips Chip Keswick is it? Um, he's he was on the Arsenal board. I don't think he's there now. I think he's retired. But he was one of those, yeah. and he's never he was never really one for pleasing the the Arsenal fans um, and pleasing pleasing the um, Wenger with signings. I think I think Wenger was uh, given a lot of uh, as Theo mentioned uh, players that were were needing some work done to them or that needed uh, to be moulded um, rather than the finished products. Um, and that's the thing. And even with Ozil, when Ozil came in, I was saying that it was their first big signing. Um, with Mesut Ozil, um, he came into a squad probably of not as high-caliber players that he was at, obviously, at Real Madrid. Um, you had the likes of Ronaldo and um, Sergio Ramos, whereas Ozil's coming into the Premier League with Arsenal. And who's he got in the team with him? Uh, Theo Walcott. Laurent, Laurent Koscielny. And, and I'm not saying these players are bad. Um, not at all. But that's the thing. It's like a change of caliber of player. So you are you expecting Mesut Ozil was a fantastic central attacking midfielder in that Real Madrid team? 
uh, winning the Champions League and getting so many assists that he did. But are you expecting the same results with lesser players around him? And even in 2015-2016 with Sanchez, even though he had Sanchez there, and Sanchez was a great player as well, it's only one other player. It's not. It wasn't like a whole uh, plethora of 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 talent there. Um, so so I think Wenger had a lot to deal with with not great players and not players that were of the caliber of the invincibles that he had in the early days. Um, and I think that is down to the board and Stan Kroenke afterwards with selling all the invincible players and then moving on um, and from 2007 upwards, say till. Till when they signed Ozil, so it's just saying seven years without really, really talented players. Um, so yeah, that's some good points there. That's some good points. Um, so we'll move on. We'll move on. We'll, we'll talk, talk briefly. Um, obviously, he's he's left now about Unai Emery. Um, I am. I'll just go with my opinion first of all because I'm quite. I believe this quite strongly. I think Emery did a really good job at Arsenal. I think he. Um, I think he got a lot of criticism. Uh, which was undeserved. Yes, he, he failed in the Europa League final in the 4-1, but I think as Mikel Arteta's finding out, um, it's it's not so easy to to manage Arsenal at the moment. And obviously the fans wanted a 4-4-2 with Lacazette and Aubameyang, but Arsenal unfortunately play better when they've just got the, the one up front. So I think Emre was a bit unlucky. Uh, that's my opinion. I'll open it up to uh, to Philippe first of all. Uh, Emery, I think I'll remember them, especially for that 4-2 against Tottenham. Obviously, one of my favourite games. I think I'll remember for that, no matter what anyone says about him. When he when he signed, I was excited. Who was it? He was manager for was it Valencia? Was it Villarreal? Sevilla. Yeah, and he guided them to three Europa League finals, one all three. So I was very excited to see him. Very tactical manager. Someone like. Marcelo Bielsa, who overstudies the game every single... Something Wenger never did. Wenger just played his type of football. So when Emery came in and someone who was willing to adapt his formation to the opponent, I think Arsenal fans were very excited about that. I think he started off well. The players were learning something new. He became a bit more solid defensively. But what what he'd done wrong was he overcomplicated it in the end. I think he started playing players out of position. Obviously, he had a big problem with Messi Ozil, whatever it was. I don't think we'll actually ever know. I think it was where he wanted Ozil to press, which is not what Ozil wanted. Uh, there was a big fallout there. I think that kind of started his doomsday. Not being able to fit Messi Ozil in the team. Like Jordan said, he's, he was a marquee signing. So I think Emery's downfall was over overcomplicating things and not being to sort out Messi Ozil. But positive memories. I think I always have a positive opinion about him, and I hope he goes into management again. Yeah, yeah. As as you're saying there, uh, Philippe, uh, with with uh, Unai Emery, I think um, he did have a lot of rifts within the club. The club, and as you mentioned, playing players out of position. I remember was it Lucas Torreira at one point he was playing at centre attack and midfielder. He was yeah, he was trying to do to him what Conte done to Kante. Mm, Something yeah. very very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing. I don't I don't think that's the right thing to do. I think a player's position uh, on the pitch is is really key. If, if, if they're used to playing in such a position, it really takes away from their natural game. Um, I think if, if you're if you're to tell me what attributes someone like Lucas Terreira has uh, in, in a squad of players, he's, he's one of those that, he's not the strongest, 
but he's actually got a lot of strength for his height and weight and like his his frame really he's he's not he's actually got more than you think and i think he's got that tenacious tackle um i think he's um about his passing ability is probably quite good i think um i think he did really well at sampdoria uh when he was there so i think uh, keeping players in some in, in their same natural positions is the right thing to do because it it means then uh you're getting the best uh, performances i think um out of the, out of those players um so yeah i think i think that's the thing i think emery's downfall um is definitely is definitely part of that reason i think of playing players out of position um Luca, what's what's your opinion of um, Unai Emery, and do you, do you think he should have been given more time, or what was what was your opinion? Um, I think yeah, I think close close to what Theo said. Um, I don't think he done a, a terrible job. Um, but I, also at a club like Arsenal, um, you've got you've got Arsenal fan TV who are always constantly on the back after one bad game, and and things like that, and then that causes everyone in the media to jump on the bandwagon. So. I, I I do think it was a little bit premature, but but I do think he did need to go at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing. I've, I was looking at Emery's win record, and his win percentage um was fifty five percent. But that yeah. is that is helped by um a good win percentage in the in the Europa League. Um, so so th- that's hard to say whether obviously that's not just in league games. That's obviously in the cup competitions such as as the Europa League, um, the Carling Cup and the FA Cup as well. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the thing. I think Emery, um, I think if he goes to another club, I think it'll be a Spanish club. Um, and I think, yeah, he could do really well. I think he is a more defensive coach um, compared to an attacking uh, coach. So it depends. Uh, I'm not sure exactly which team will go for him, but uh, he certainly did well at Sevilla, um, so I think he'll definitely get another opportunity somewhere. Yeah, but just to play a bit of devil's, devil's advocate here, Unai Emery wins that game against Chelsea in the Europa League final. Mm-hmm. They get Champions League football for the first time in a long time. That's the first season after uh, the Wenger leaves as well. It's a cracking season. Um, Luca made a very good point there. Arsenal Fan TV. I think Arsenal Fan TV are an absolute disgrace. They're a, they're a disgrace. You had you they lose a game, and you'd have someone who'd be who'd be on it, saying the board's got to go, he's got to go, he's got to go, he's got to go. There was never a positive vibe around the club. You've got Meza Özil, who's lazy and he doesn't want to play for the club, and he thinks he's bigger than the manager. Una Emery, he, he was on a hiding to nothing. He just couldn't win, in my opinion. I, I think that was a big problem. I, I think he was really unlucky. Yeah. I, I actually quite well. I kind of like Arsenal fan TV. Some in some ways, like I think what I like about them um, is that I do think there is strong opinions on there. Um, some are a bit nonsensical, um, but everyone has a right to an opinion, um, and that's the thing. I think fans deserve um, a, th- a, a way to speak out, um, and if you're if you're bored, especially at the moment with the board, I think if your board's not giving um much backing um and you've got obviously i don't think that's emery's fault obviously i don't think he was given probably the funds to to really improve the squad that much from uh, after arson wenger um but he he had players there like uh pierre emerick Aubameyang, uh lacazette um that he should have been getting better out of though um and i to do be think honest, 
If I think one thing Emery did do really well was if you think about our youngsters right now, you think of Martinelli and Saka and Gunduzi, he was the one that gave them the chance. So he did the best with the squad he had. Mm-hmm. I think a quote I heard when Arsene Wenger was leaving was no matter who the next manager is, if they do not win the league that season, they will be the scapegoat and they will leave that very season. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what happened. He done the best with the squad he could. He did not get the time. There was mm-hmm. bigger problems than himself. The Ozil, Messi Ozil situation. The board, and I think in the end, he just couldn't do it by himself. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, we're going to just briefly, because we need to move on, just to maybe a sentence or so. Arteta, man for the job. We'll start with you, Philippe. That's who I wanted, yes. When I heard it was between Ancelotti and Arteta, I wanted Arteta, especially since he was... Wenger asked him to coach for him, Pochettino asked him to coach for him, and then Guardiola took him under his wing. I think, I think he's the right man right now. Yeah, perfect. Jordan? Yeah, I, I do think Arteta is the right man. Um, he's going to have to be given much more time than Unai Emery was. Um, I, I think Guardiola, it's, it's, to go off what Guardiola's saying, is that he, he is ready uh, to manage a football club. Um, maybe Arsenal's a bit of a big step for him, um, but we'll soon find out. I think it'll be interesting what he can do in the summer transfer window um, and see who he brings in. Uh, because I, I do think that the the team needs a lot of uh, work done to it uh, to make it up to a standard that I think Arteta's going to be happy with. Um, he he needs to be comfortable with his squads, and the board need to give him that back. And um, whether they have the money to do that at the moment, um, I don't know. But I would be surprised that if Arsenal don't have a bit of money uh, to to put towards. And this is this is the time where it comes to is Kroenke really interested in Arsenal at all because if he doesn't put any money in now um, it really just shows you that he does need to sell up um, so yeah but Arteta I definitely think he's the right man for the job Good stuff Luca. Yeah I think I think he's he's the, the man for the job but it's, it's his first obviously first club he's managed fully and so it's interesting to see when when ex-players go into manage whether the whether he'll He'll coach them how he used to play, sort of through more the midfield. But yeah, as Jordan said, he needs more time. We'll wait and see. But yeah, I think he's the right man. Perfect. I agree. I think he's the right man. I'm not 100% convinced of his credentials, but obviously we'll, we'll soon we'll soon find out. Anyway, so that's a bit of the the Arsenal hierarchy and the, the management. Let's move on to the teams. Jordan, you uh, take this away for us. Yeah, man. So yeah, so I went through the Arsenal, the Arsenal team um, on their website, and I looked at the first team, and I've I've marked down who I would uh, personally uh, keep or sell. But I'll, I'll go through each name, and I'll get your opinion on it and why why they should be kept. So uh, the number one goalkeeper, Bernd Leno. Uh, Philippe, what's your opinion of Bernd Leno? I don't think anyone has a different opinion to me. I think he's been unstoppable this season. He's made some big saves, and. To be honest, to get a keeper of his calibre out there today, you're talking Chelsea spent £70 million on Kepa and we saw how that turned out. I don't think there's anyone out there who can get for a decent price. That's the one position we do not need to worry about. Yeah, definitely definitely a stable goalkeeper, in my opinion. Theo? Yeah, he's a good goalkeeper, Ben Leno. He, I don't think he can get any better. He's a good goalkeeper. He's not a world-class, but he's a good goalkeeper. And I definitely agree that at the moment, He's a, a perfect position filled. Don't need to worry about the goalkeeper. 
And also, I, I don't know, if just, I'm jumping the gun a bit. I think Emiliano Martinez is a good backup as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get on to him in a second. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going through the team by goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders, and then attackers. That's how we're going to go about it. Uh, Luca, uh, finally, your opinion on. Yeah, uh, I, I, I like Bern Leno. Obviously, a good keeper at uh, Leverkusen made the step to the Prem and, and he's doing well. So, yeah, fair play to him. Yeah, I, I, I agree uh, wholeheartedly with you, you three guys. Uh, I, I would keep Bert Leno, and I think we're all in agreement. So, yep, yeah, so Bert Leno. Uh, I'll mark down. We're going to keep. Um, so yeah, we'll do that. Um, on to our our second one, uh, our second uh, choice goalkeeper, who Theo just mentioned, uh, Emiliano Martinez. Uh, Philippe, I'll kick off with you again, uh, since you're our Arsenal fan. Uh, I remember the seven-five comeback we had against Reading. The absolute howler Martinez had, and I was a bit worried when I realised that's the keeper who was going to take over from Leno. I saw him a few times in the Europa League and I didn't think he was good enough. But since coming in, he's absolutely changed my mind about him. He's made crucial save, especially quite a few ones-on-ones recently. I think, to be honest, I think Leno's going to have a fight on his hands when he comes back. I think he's an absolute keep. Yep, yep, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, I personally think that as well. Um, Theo, uh, I know you've obviously mentioned uh, Martinez, but What's your opinion of him? He's, he's obviously coming for Leno whilst injured. Number twos, they don't get called on often, but I mean, you, you know, you see the importance of a number two at Man United with Sergio Romero. I mean, Sergio Romero is the best number two goalkeeper ever. Um, and, well, maybe not ever, but at the moment. And they do get called upon. So I think Martinez has been good in the past couple of games. And I, I, I do think he's, his distribution is really good as well. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's no point messing around with that. I'd definitely keep Martinez. Yeah, he's, yeah definitely. He's, he's a good number two. Um, I was quite surprised by his age, actually. He's 27 years old. Um, I'm yeah. su- surprised by his age. He's, an older, he's older than I thought. Um, he's also the longest seventh player at the club. Yeah, yeah. I, see, I, see, I see now. Right, okay, that's, that's quite interesting. Um, yeah, so I definitely think a, a good goalkeeper, uh, Martinez is. Uh, Luca, uh, do you have any different opinions about Martinez? Or yeah, no, I agree, I agree. I mean, maybe he's he's only been played a little. Obviously, he's come in while Leno was injured, but I think I think I'll have something to say about that. If Leno does get injured, then he does play more. Um, yeah, yeah, it'll be I, I, it'll be interesting whether he thinks um, he wants more minutes. Um, so I think it would be up to him if he if he did choose to leave Arsenal. Um, but I've got to say that uh, if if you're Arsenal, um, I definitely keep Emmy Martinez. Um, he's also he's come through the academy, so he'd be classed as homegrown, I believe, um, because he's come through the Arsenal academy. Uh, so that's a good thing to keep as a homegrown goalkeeper. Um, I know he's he's Argentine, but. He's come through the academy, so I think that counts as homegrown. So, yeah, so I think we're all in agreement with uh, keeping Emmy Martinez as her second-choice keeper. Um, there's one more goalkeeper, um, which is Matt Macy. Um, he's come through the, the, the academy. Um, I don't know if you know much about Matt Macy, um, but, Philippe, do you, know, do you know much about him? I've never seen him play. He just goes on loan every single year, comes back, and same old. Yeah. So I think I'm pretty sure I saw something it's either his contract expires this summer or we will be looking to sell him I think it's a definite that he's leaving this summer and I think it's the right decision let another goalkeeper come through the academy and hopefully get their shot yeah yeah 
definitely, definitely. That's that's what I was thinking. Um, I, I could put it over to yourselves, Theo and Luca. Um, have you heard much about Matt Macy? Or no, no I know who Matt Macy is, but uh, pointless. He's leaving end of the yeah. summer. He should have left a yeah. long time ago. I, I remember seeing him at um, I think he was at Plymouth last year uh, on loan uh, in League One, but um, they they got relegated. So and he's twenty five years old, so he's 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 getting to that stage where. He, He's not. Lo- he's no longer classed as a young player, um, so definitely, yeah. I, I, I would definitely agree uh, to sell Matt Macy. So we're selling Matt Macy. Um, so on to our defenders. Um, so this is going to be an interesting place for Arsenal because um, renowned for their uh, poor defenders, um, as well as some some good players. But the first one is going to be uh, the most interesting. I think is Hector Bellerin. Um, so, Philippe, on to I remember I texted you about this the other day about Hector Bellerin, um, and you uh, said we're going to leave it for the pod. So, what's your opinion on Hector Bellerin? Well, to me, he's an absolute keep. I think he's a future captain. I think he will stay. I think he will improve. I've got very fond memories of him coming through the ranks, obviously getting on from Barcelona at a very young age, coming through at 18, 19. And even I remember on FIFA, he had 94, 96 pace, just blistering doing that right wing. And I think he was brilliant. Obviously, unlucky with that injury that kept him out for a whole year. But I think he's coming back. I know a lot of people will not agree with me, but I think he's there to stay. And I think we do not need another right back right now. Mm, that's that, that. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing. Bellerin's come through the academy, um, and again, he'd be classed as homegrown, I think. Um, but in my opinion, uh, I would sell Hector Bellerin. I think his injuries have taken its toll on him. Um, I do, I do think that he's lost that yard of pace. He's never been the best crosser of the ball, uh, which, in my in my opinion, fullbacks nowadays um, need to have that uh, ability. And in, in the top division, such as the Premier League, um, I think you're expected to to be slightly better at that. Your your attacking ability as well as your defending. Uh, Theo, what's what's your opinion on Bellerin? Yeah, you, you uh, keep Hector Bellerin. He's um, probably the first name on the team sheet. Not only is Hector Bellerin an outstanding right back when fully fit, he also wants to play for Arsenal. And I think that's been a quality that's been missing in a number of Arsenal players. The fact that Bellerin, before his injury, had plenty of offers, but he stuck with Arsenal. Um, He's definitely a future captain. Um, I think that that should be coming up pretty soon for him. And I think really Arsenal, in, in a world where, a footballing world where but fullbacks are quite hard to to find good ones, outstanding ones. Arsenal are sorted at right back for the next ten years, in my opinion. Mm, that, that's quite interesting. So you'd keep Bellerin as well. Yeah, um, definitely. Luca, you come to you last. Yeah. What's your opinion of Bellerin? I I agree as well. I I keep him. Um, as as Philippe said, absolutely rapid, uh, very very quick the defender, and maybe maybe even if. Arsenal do buy a big right back. He's, I think he'd be good just to keep around um, mm-hmm. for changing room. You know, he's he might he's a voice for the for the players. Possibly one of the worst dressed football players ever, but you know his his footballing skill is is good. Yeah. So some of like the players, he plants trees. He plants a lot of trees. He does so provides us with the, <laughs> provides us with good oxygen. That's that's what Bellerin does. So it's it's three against one here. Um, so. I've been outvoted here, um, so I'm go- we're going to put Hector Bellerin as a keep. Um, so yeah. So on to our next one. Uh, on to our 
other starting right, uh, other starting fullback, I should say, Kieran Tierney. Um, your opinion on Kieran Tierney, uh, Philippe? I fall in love with Tierney. The passion that boy shows. Obviously, I've I've not really watched the Scottish League, but he's played for the best team there for Celtic. He's captained them at a very young age. He's won everything he could here. I think the fans here do see him as a bit of a traitor, from what I'm hearing. But I think he made the move at the right time, and I think. If not his injury, would have seen the best of him. But I think he's still got a lot to offer. And watching him recently, his left foot is wicked. He's got some delivery on him. I think that position's also sorted for the next ten years. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I I think I've I've I didn't watch Scottish football that much, but uh, with Kieran Tierney, um, I think he's done he done everything he could at Celtic. Um, he he did love Celtic. Um, he, he grew up supporting them, and I think that's the thing. It's it's hard to leave your boyhood club, um, but to to get the chance to move to a huge club like Arsenal, um, I don't think you could turn that down. He's twenty three years old, um, as you mentioned. Well, uh, as you mentioned, he's got a lot to offer still. Um, so hopefully his injuries don't take a toll on him. Um, and we, we see the best of Kieran Tierney um, next next season. Um, yeah. So so Theo, um, have you? Have you watched much of Tierney? And, and oh yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. As you as you know, I'm a big fan of the Scottish leagues, and I've watched quite a bit of the Scottish leagues. I've watched plenty of Kieran Tierney. Kieran Tierney is an absolutely phenomenal fullback. Phenomenal fullback. I've watched him live a couple of times, and he's he's really really good, and he's got so much potential. Kieran Tierney, what a signing for Arsenal! Bargain price. I think they got him just under twenty million. Um, he's been unlucky this season with injuries. Yes. But um, he's back now. He's back in the team. Back of part of the, the. He's not obviously the free at the back, but he's part of the wing backs. And Arsenal's form have been has been really good of late. And I think Kieran Tierney at left wing back provides some reliability and dependability. And the big thing for Tierney is he's, he's a wicked crosser of the ball. Wicked crosser of the ball, and he's not scared of anyone. So I'm a big fan of Kieran Tierney. I think he's awesome. Yeah, he, he loves taking on his man, um, Kieran Tierney does, he, he really does. Um, he actually cost £25 million for you, uh, I, I, thought, yeah. I thought it was around about £26 million, uh, that's what I, I recalled. Still a bargain um, for a fullback. So it's definitely a bargain for, for a fullback, um, even though that's, that's record prices in the Scottish League, um, to, to Arsenal to, to get a guy um, who's going to take that position for the next 10 years. Um, it's it's worth bringing him in. Uh, Luca, your your opinion on Tierney? Um, yeah, I I really like him. I think I think he'll be definitely a well first name on the team sheet player for Arsenal. It, it'll be interesting to see. Maybe he, he might sort of move positions because obviously in the national team you've got Robertson and I don't he's not he's not as good as Robertson. That's fair to say. So whether he decides to take his game more central or maybe move to the right side, you, you don't know, but he is, he's definitely a great player. Yeah, that's the thing. I think um, with Andy Robertson, he's he's not going to get the, the game time he wants at last back for the Scottish national team, which is quite a shame because Scotland have got quite a lot of good fullback, well, got a lot of good left backs. Um, and Greg Taylor, um, who isn't the same calibre as them two, but he's also a good, good left back um, who's now at Celtic. Um, I think he joined from Kilmarnock. Um, but with with Tierney, um, I do think that he could play left mid. Um, his ability to attack, as as we mentioned, is is really good. So um, I could see him playing uh, alongside um, Robertson on the left hand side, um, and I think he would do really well at tracking back as well if he was to play there. 
Um, so yeah, so definitely, I think we're all all in agreement with Kieran Tierney. We're keeping him, um, and he's and he's and he's homegrown as well. Um, I think with uh, I think the UK, if they're in the UK, uh, they're, they're counted as homegrown, um, which are which you need um, in in a squad. Um, so the next player we're moving on to is Socrates. Um, so the Greek centre back that was brought in from Borussia Dortmund. Um, what's your opinion, uh, Philippe, of Socrates? Uh, well, when I first heard about it, I was really, really happy to see him there. But even though I absolutely love his passion, I remember him making a side tackle once and he actually won a goal kick instead of it being a corner and he punched the air as if he had scored. Love the passion. But we signed him five years too late. I think I think I would let him go for to make way for Saliba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's the thing when uh, I'd watched Socrates at Borussia Dortmund. Um, he was about probably 27, 28 at the time. So that was that was the time that he was doing really well um, for them. And yeah, he, he really, really showed that he was a, a good centre-back uh, for Dortmund. But I think he's 32 now. Um, so getting towards the latter, stage of his, latter stages of his career. Um, so I think Arsenal did miss out. Uh, on that, uh, buying him a wee bit too late. Um, Theo, your opinion on Socrates? Well, I, I think they should get rid of him, but I don't think he should be priority to go. If he goes, he goes. I, I wouldn't force it. Mm. Socrates is actually a half-decent uh, centre-back. His reading of the game and positioning, I've watched him a number of times. He doesn't make too many mistakes. Um, he is a good, <sighs> he is a good defender. In all the games I've watched of Socrates, and I've watched quite a bit of Socrates, I'm not just saying this because he's great, but he's not a bad defender. It's not normally his fault. A lot of the fault is normally on Kolasinac, but we'll get to that in a minute. But I'd get, I'd, I'd sell him definitely, but mm-hmm. it's no biggie if you keep him for squad depth because having a, a cheap centre-back like him, in my opinion, is better than spending 50, 60 million on someone who needs to grow, if you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I I I had him down as personally. I would I would sell him. Um, but as you mentioned, he, he would be an okay squad player. Philippe, you were gonna you were gonna mention something there uh, when Theo was speaking. Ah, uh, sorry. I was gonna say if you're keeping Socrates, who goes? Because if you think you've got another centre back coming in, Saliba, and ideally, I would say we sign another set. We've got Mavropanos coming back. Rob Holding trying to get in there. Who goes? Yeah. See, I know we're obviously going to touch on that, but um, I, I think I don't think there should be many goings. I just think there should be more quality coming in, in my opinion, for the defence for Arsenal. Mm. The the only problem you're going to have is that you can only have a certain squad number um, of players. So you're going. So Arsenal at the moment have 31 players. So that includes um, a mixture of ages and a mixture of homegrown. Um, players as well because you've got to have you can only have 17 um, of your 25 um, can be international players um, so you need to have a, a homegrown status in there um, and you can't, I think it's 23 or 22 or 23 can be over the age of 20, 21 um, so it can only be over that age um, you need to have some young younger players coming through in that, in that squad of yours. But when you think um, about it especially if Arsenal play three at the back Mm. If you've got three positions to play, to, to select, having five centre-backs chosen, I think you can, mm-hmm. you can do that no problem. 
But that, at the well, same time, though, you do have Kolasinac playing left back, and I rate him. Well, sorry, centre back, and I rate him in that position. I think he's what less of a liability. I think if one centre back has to go, to me, we either give up on Mavropanos or it has to be Socrates. It's one of the two Greek boys. Mm. Even though I would never want a Greek to leave the club, but to me, it's one of the two. Fair enough. Uh, Luca, finally, um, is your opinion on Socrates? Would you keep him or would you sell him? Yeah, I think I think he's a good defender, but as 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 we've said, there are a lot of defenders at Arsenal that want a shot. So I think I think if he moved on, it wouldn't be wouldn't be the worst decision. No problem. That's fine. I think I think we're. We're all saying that Socrates is a, he's a good defender and probably a, a not bad squad player, but they have got a lot of uh, defenders in, and if they want to bring a couple in, um, including Saliba who's coming in, um, I do think they're going to have to sell some of the depth they have at the moment and some of the squad players they have. So we're going to say Socrates is we're going to sell him. Um, I think so. Yep. So I think we're all in agreement that we're going to sell Socrates. Um, so on to our next one, uh, Rob Holding. Um, what is your opinion on Rob Holding, uh, Philippe? I think he was a bargain of a sign before his injury. Was it two million from Bolton? Uh, yeah, it was, about, it was, it was about about one point five, I think. From, yeah, from Bolton. Arsenal once after his part of the match against Chelsea said, "Just because he didn't cost forty million doesn't mean he's not good." Hmm. But I think the injury he had, which was about six seven months, has delayed his progression. I think. He's also a good squad player. I know he's still young, but I don't think he's going to reach the highs we thought he will before the injury. Mm. And to me, this summer, he's a sell. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Theo, what's your opinion yeah, on Holding? completely agree. Uh, Rob Holding, he's a decent centre-back. He'd probably do well at Southampton or someone like that, but he, he he's never going to get any better than he is. Um, and I think if you've got a player who is... You can probably sell for a little bit of cash. Obviously, he's a bit injury prone. He's not always a starter. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good shout. I'd sell. You'd sell, right? No problem. I, I, I had holding as a keep. Um, I think he's he'd be better than Socrates to keep. He is younger. He is twenty four, twenty five year, twenty four years old. Going to be twenty five soon. Um, so I, I would, I would have kept holding. Um, I do think he's been unlucky with injuries. Um, but. I would have kept Rob Holding in and around the squad. Um, Luca, what's your opinion on Holding? Um, I, th- I think he's a g- I think he's a good defender, but I don't think if if Arsenal, I don't think I'd, um, I don't think anyone would really get used to watching Arsenal in the Champions League and Rob Holding being a centre back. Mm. To be honest, so I, I I think they should sell him. They should sell him, no problem. So um, it's three against one again. So we're going to go with Rob Holding. We're going to sell him. So that's fine, no problem. Mark that down. Sorry about that, Rob. <laughs> he'll be all right. He'll find a club, no bother. Um, he'll find he'll find a mid mid table club in the Premier League, I think. Um, on to our next one. Uh, maybe, maybe. Um, if he's lucky, if he's lucky. <laughs> um, no. So on to our next player, and that's Cedric. Um, so Cedric Suarez, I think, came in for, came in on loan um, from Southampton. I think that's with an option to buy. Um, have they bought him? Right. So they have they have bought uh, Cedric. Um, so, Philippe, what's your opinion on Cedric? Okay, so Cedric, in January, had six months left on his Southampton contract. He was never their starting right-back. Is it... Not better as the left-back. Who's the starting right-back? 
Um, well, they brought in it's, Jan Valery, um, who they brought in now. Yeah, yeah. I think the fact he paid six million for a six-month loan for a player who was going to be out for four months mm. is ridiculous. I think it was a terrible bit of business. Actually, coronavirus actually made it a good bit of business because mm. it delayed the football and let him come back from injury. I've not seen much of him. I've not seen much of him at Southampton. He scored on his debut. I think he needs time. So I'd, I'd keep him. Him and Bellerin can do the job at right back till we get into the Champions League. Mm. Yeah, well, that, that, that's interesting to see. Yeah, um, I was I was undecided with Cedric. Um, I I would have kept him, but because we're going to keep Bellerin um, with our with our call, I, I'm going to say I would sell uh, Cedric uh, personally um, if if we're going to keep Bellerin because I do think um, Arsenal should uh, bring in a right back um, in the summer um, to challenge uh, with Hector Bellerin then. Um, as a, as an option, I think I think that would be good because it would mean Bellerin uh, may focus on improving his game uh, since his injury. I think that would that would help uh, to to give him some real competition. Um, and I don't think Cedric's going to offer that real competition that that Arsenal really need. Um, so yeah, that, that that's my opinion of him. I, I would sell Cedric. What about yourself, Theo? Um, oh, you keep Cedric absolutely. Cedric is a is a good fullback. I think we're forgetting the fact that Cedric was the starting right back for Portugal in the mm. team that won Euro 2016. Cedric's been in the Premier League for a long time. He's been mm. consistent for Southampton before Hassan Hootel came in. He's also played for Inter Milan. If you want a backup right back, you're not going to find a better one. He was signed on a free contract um, for three years as well, so they ain't going to sell him. Um, but yeah, Cedric, he's a, he's a cheap fullback for a backup. and He's, a, he's probably one of the best backup fullbacks you, you'll get. I'm am surprised that he was starting for Portugal. Was Ricardo Pereira not in that point, or was he? Was, no, Cedric. Was, was Every Cedric? game for the Euro 2016, Cedric. Uh, Cedric mm. was starting. That's cool. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, Luca, what's what would you say for Cedric? Would you keep him or would you sell him? I I, I think I I keep him definitely. Um, maybe I don't know. He's mate. He's probably one of the only players in in the Arsenal squad at the minute who's won a Euro or a World Cup. Um. <laughs> Yeah, he's, and he's been Portals around. There. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, but then you know, it's only only a few in there. But mm. yeah, I think I think you keep him around a, a bargain, a bargain of a of a right back. I think. Right, no problem. So, so Philippe, what were you saying for lastly for Cedric? What did you say? What was your opinion on that? Would you would you keep him then? I keep um, him. I'd keep him. I think I've not right. seen enough of him. What I've heard okay. about him, I think he's good enough to keep. Don't worry about. A lot of my opinion is based on. What position do we desperately need? Mm-hmm. Not which position is okay. So I think right back's okay with the two we've got. Okay, no problem. So we're going to keep Cedric then. That's that's fine. So we've we've got our right backs um, in there then. So Hector Bellerin's there and Cedric's also being kept. So yeah, so that's fine. No problem. Mark that down. Uh, on to our next defender, um, and that's Shokran Mustafi. Um, so um, be known for our, his defensive frailties. Uh, Mustafi, I remember that mistake he made in the cup. Was it the cup final against uh, Aguero? Um, I remember that, that, that. He thought Aguero pushed him. Yeah, and he, he yep. just misjudged it completely. Um, so yeah, that that's that's what I remember of Mustafi. Well, I remember the the defender that was with the German uh, national team to to win the World Cup, but um, I also remember that that kind of game as well. That that kind of sums up Mustafi in my opinion. 
Um, so I had them down as uh, to sell Mustafi if you can. Um, so yeah, Philippe, what's what's your opinion on then on Mustafi? I'm fifty fifty. I don't mind if he goes. I don't mind if he stays. I think he's been better under Arteta. Only thing under Emery was that he was inconsistent. You could have a man of the match game, but you could also have howlers, a bit like Dan Luiz. So I'd, has he done enough under Arteta to be a definite keep? No. I think he needs time and coached by the right coach. I think, honestly, if he goes, I wouldn't mind, but I wouldn't mind if he stayed either. I think that depends on Socrates and holding at the moment. Mm, that's that, that's an interesting thing to say, yeah. Um, Theo? Um, I'm baffled wise I'm baffled wise still in the Premier League to be honest mm. I'm, I'm absolutely baffled I, I'm sorry because I mean Mustafi he used to be a half decent centre back and when Arsenal signed him I thought you know what it's a real good business he's been absolutely hopeless I, I'm not minting my words here he's been hopeless and he has to go I don't think he's going to he's had three seasons at the best he's going to become an okay centre back he, he's never going to turn into a set the world alight and he's kind of coming to his prime so it's either selling now or keeping for another couple of years mm, yeah yeah I, I, I agree um, I don't think at 28 years old um, he's not going to come anything special uh, for Arsenal he's, he's definitely not a person that you'd say you'd want in your back if you're going to play a back two in your two centre backs um, and whether he's part of that back three is is also questionable um, whether he's good enough for that. Luca, um, lastly, uh, quick quick thoughts on Mustafi. Yeah, I'd, I'd sell him. Um, I don't. I think the current current climate of Premier League attackers, the pace that they have, he's just he couldn't. Keep, I don't think he'd be able to keep up. I think he's too slow. So I'd mm. sell him. Yeah, I, I I would definitely sell him. I think you could sell him back to Valencia. That might be an option for him and um, for Arsenal to sell back to his former club um, or the Italian into the Serie A. Um, the Italian league might be a shout uh, because yeah, it's it's a slightly slower division, um, and yeah, it's it's focused on defending. So maybe maybe you can find um, a mid middle mid table team. Maybe AC Milan uh, might just end up buying them because Gazidis is there. So you never know; <laughs> they might end up buying it because that's what AC Milan do as they buy rejects. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I think we're all all kind of in agreement um, that we'd sell. Mustafi um, so yeah so we're, we're selling Mustafi and on to our next one we'll, we'll try and go through these as quick as we can guys there's a large roster um, the team the Arsenal team is um, but on to our next one uh, we'll, we'll keep this fairly short because I'm pretty sure um, I know the answer um, and that's Callum Chambers um, so Callum Chambers is still at Arsenal Football Club um, he's been on loan a couple of times he's been on loan at Fulham um and yeah, he, he's he was a decent defender at Southampton when he where where he came through there. Um, so Philippe, um, Callum Chambers, would you sell him? He's got to go. I think he's not going to get another chance at centre back for Arsenal. He's not fast enough for right back. He's got to go. Get ten million for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the thing. You can get a a a, bit, a chunk of money uh for Callum Chambers. Uh, it won't be loads. Maybe maybe near 8 million, 8 to 10 million. If you can get that, um, I'd get him off the books and get him off the weight because he's probably on a decent wage at Arsenal. Um, he's probably, I would say, well, most Arsenal players are on about 60 grand upwards. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on that kind of money. 
Uh, Theo, would you sell Callum Chambers? Yeah, Callum Chambers has got to go. It's, it's a shame because Chambers really probably should be Arsenal starting centre-back. He should have been in the first team a long time ago and they should have put more faith in him. But yeah, it's time for Chambers to go. Definitely. And Luca, lastly, would you sell Callum Chambers? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, not not that he's a, a bad defender, but I, he, he wouldn't he wouldn't get into the Arsenal team. Uh, I, I don't think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. The next player I'm going on to speak about is a player that came in in January, and that's Pablo Mari, um, a Spanish centre back that came in. Um, so I don't think I've seen much of him because uh, I think he came in from the Brazilian league. Um, I, I'm, I'm fairly sure that he came in from there. Um, Philippe, would you keep Pablo Mari? Well, two years ago, he moved from Man City to the Brazilian league. He did. He was for two years at Man City. He was never good enough. He went out on loan twice. Did not do enough to guarantee a stay. Arteta's obviously seen a bit of him and he wants to keep him. He was a big part of the team that dominated the Brazilian league. I think if we can go, if we can get him on the cheap, I'd I'd get him. See what he's got. Mm, yeah. So so you said you keep him there. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I, I don't think we've made him a permanent signing yet, but I'd keep him. Right. Yeah. I I would keep him. I think uh, he's he's left footed as well. So um personally, I would I would keep him. He's twenty six. Um and probably a good squad player. Uh, it's probably good to have a, a left footer in your squad, uh, left foot centre back. Uh, Theo, uh, would you keep Pablo Mari? Yeah, I'd keep Pablo Mari. I haven't watched too much of him. I've seen him in a couple of games for Arsenal recently and he, he hasn't done anything wrong. Um, but I, I listened to Talk Sport a couple of months ago and Tim Vickery was on. Obviously, Tim Vickery is a, a world-renowned South American correspondent and he was he was really talking Pablo Mari up, saying he's a cracking player Arsenal have got, really got a good signing. So, so yeah, I'd keep Pablo Mari, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing. I, I would definitely keep Pablo Mari, and I think we're uh, that's obviously three votes already. But Luca, um, have you would you keep Pablo Mari as well? Would you? Agree? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really sure um, about about how how he plays. I've, I I didn't really know who he was to be honest. But based on what you've said, he, he does sound like a decent player. So why not keep him? Yeah, yeah, I think that's the thing. Keep him around the squad. Um, we'll we'll hopefully see much more of him uh, next season. Um, I'm not. I'm going to cover this quickly um, because he has signed a year extension at Arsenal. They've given him a year extension. Is David Luiz, um, and I do think all of us would sell say to sell David Luiz. Um, I, I I personally would, and I wouldn't have given him a contract. Um, uh, but I'll I'll quickly cover it with 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 Philippe and the rest of the guys. Uh, Philippe, David Luiz, what's what's your opinion? And um, would you, would you have given him that contract extension? Uh, I think that twenty minutes against Man City says it all. Arteta did not trust him to start against the best team in the league. Then he comes on in the twentieth minute, gives away a goal. Then he gives away a penalty and gets red carded and gets a contract in the same week. Big mistake, and especially since he's on a lot of money. Mm. Do you, why do you think he was given that contract extension? Do you think Arsenal are just protecting themselves th- so they've got a body think, in there? I think it's the experience. I think they believe he's a winner and he can give us that winning mentality. Even if he's not good enough anymore, he can install in players the fact that they should not be accepting losses. Mm-hmm. And I think they want him to guide the, young, the younger ones. But... Is he worth 180k a week just for experience? I don't think so. I think we should have just let him go. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, well, we've got we're going to keep him. Uh, I'll I'll just go over it quickly. Um, I think 
we've, we're going to have to keep David Luiz because he's going to be there next year at Arsenal. Um, but in the long run, I, I would sell him um, or, or let him after this after this come upcoming season. Um, after that's finished, I would I would let David Luiz go. But Theo, you, you were you were kind of shaking your head there. Um, you said that you would have kept David Luiz. Um, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. David Luiz has taken a major pay cut as well. Uh, there's talk that he's um, part uh, more than one third of his wages he's, he's now on. Uh, David Luiz is a big, big help to the young players in the dressing room. He's very well liked, very well respected. And of course, David Luiz has got mistakes in him. Sure, he has. But for a backup centre-back who hasn't cost really any money, who's took a third of the wages, and you know with David Luiz, yes, he's got a couple of mistakes in him, but when David Luiz is good, he's good. So it's definitely worth a player you keep around. No Sorry, question about could it. You, could you mention the last game he was good at for Arsenal? Before the lockdown, I, I, I can't remember. But he's not been great since... Actually, I, I, I rephrased that. I watched him against Sheffield United in the Cup um, last Sunday. And Sheffield United are a very big physical team. And yes, Arsenal's defending for the corner was that Sheffield United scored was horrendous. But again, that was Kolasinac to blame. Surprise, surprise. Um, David Luiz was really, really good. And he was really good and he used his physicality well. I think David Luiz is underrated. I know he has his clangor in him, but I've always been a fan of David Luiz. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing. I, I personally think David Luiz, um, he's, he's just got that... You just always think that when he makes a mistake, you're just like, oh, it's David Luiz again. Um, you can refer back to his games he's had in the past. All I can think of is Brazil, uh, Brazil um, against Germany with that, with um, in the World Cup semi-finals and can, him leading that team. He was captain that. That was not um, his fault. It wasn't I'm his not, fault. No, I'm talking negative about David uh, Luiz. Uh, but yeah. I used to be his biggest fan when he was at yeah. PSG. When he was at Chelsea, I defended him when he came to Arsenal. Mm. But we've mentioned now five centre-backs that we said are a good squad player. Mm. And he's also another squad player. We need to start getting rid of squad players if we want to compete for the Champions League. Mm, definitely, definitely. Luca, lastly, opinion on David Luiz. Would, would you have given him that extension? Yeah, to be honest, I would have. I do like him. I think, obviously, he's in, in public eye recently because of the, the, the problems, the errors. But I would keep him. Mm, yeah yeah well we're gonna have to keep them um uh what i'm gonna do is if it's gonna be a two versus two i think we're gonna go with philippe uh because he's um our arsenal fan our designated arsenal fan so we're, we're gonna go with um majority vote and um, we would sell david louise but at the moment we, we we can't um because he's he's got, got that year extension so we know he's going to be on till next season so in terms of signing people for the summer um we're gonna have to take david louise into account anyway um, on to our next one and Theo's mentioned his name a couple of times Sead Klasenak um, so um, I'll get Theo's opinion first and then I'll get Philippe after that actually uh, Klasenak Theo um, would you sell him? He's absolutely awful I mean he's awful he's I don't know what he offers I really don't know what he offers he's got no positioning he's got no leadership he's just a big unit who just wanders around the field. He, he, he's always at fault for the goals. If you look at the Arsenal goals, and it's not David Luiz's fault, obviously, he is always near, or he could have done something more. Um, again, the fact that he's a left-back player and a centre-back, it's not his normal position, whatever. Tierney's better than him at full-back. 
yeah, I think he's got to go. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I would sell Kolasinac uh, personally because I do think you can get a... You could bring in a left-back to cover Kieran Tierney, a better left-back to cover him. And i got to admit, I think that Arsenal do need to bring in another centre-back alongside Saliba as well. Um, I do think they need to bring someone else in. Um, so, yeah, in terms of squad numbers, I would I would sell Kolasinac. Um, but, Philippe, um, Kolasinac, would, would you sell him on... And what's your opinions of him? I remember signing him. He was in the Bundesliga team of the season. Came from Schalke for about eighteen million. Yeah, actually, came, signing. He was actually for free. I, be, I believe he was for free. Actually, he was on a free agent. I believe he was actually signed. Um, I'm sure it was a free agent, but maybe, maybe I, I, I maybe, thought it was an under twenty million fee. Right, maybe um, I'm not entirely sure. He was really, really good at the start. He was storming in that left wing. Obviously, big guy taking everyone out, protecting Messi Ozil. I think his I think his confidence is gone. I think that's what's wrong with him. I think his confidence is shot. Unless he gets that in the next few games till the end of the season, I would sell him because he's also another squad rotation player, and we've got too many of them. Mm. Yeah, he, he was he was on a free transfer. Um, I've just looked okay. up. He was on a free transfer. I thought I thought that was the case, but um, because I'm sure it's been mentioned a couple of times on on other uh, platforms. Um, but yeah, uh. So, so would you keep him then for for the no, season? I would. You would sell him. I think he, unless he's going to be really, really good, and Arteta is thinking I could play him a centre back because he's left footed. Mm. Unless that's what Arteta's thinking, I would sell him. So I will go with mm. sell. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. You've got Pablo Mari there, and we've 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 decided to keep him, and he's a left footer. Um, uh, I think Kalasnak I would sell, but look, lastly, um, would you sell? Would you agree in? With us and yeah, so I'd, I'd, I'd get him sold. Um, you got you got Tierney there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not better than Tierney, so what's the point in him really being there? Get him, get him sold. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to sell Syed Kolasinac. Um, we're all in agreement there. Um, on to our well, we've we've got Saliba to talk. Well, we won't talk about Saliba too much because he's got got to be coming in. Uh, so he's definitely a keep. Um, so the last one we've got is Mavapanos. So, Philippe, going to you first, um, would you keep or sell Mavropanos? There's rumours of Bundesliga teams offering £10 million for the lad. I think we sell him. I still believe he can be a world-class defender. I just don't think we can wait that five years. So, to me, he's a sell. I reckon he could go to the Bundesliga and be really, really good. Be the next Boateng, but just next Socrates. But I just think he's too much of a long-term project to keep. Mm, yeah, I I think he's twenty three, twenty four now. So yeah, I I would agree. If you're going to get ten million from uh, for a player that you brought in on a minimal fee, um, I would I would definitely sell Mavropanos. Um, so Theo, uh, Mavropanos, would you would you sell him? He isn't cut. He isn't good enough for Arsenal. So yes. Yeah, and Luca. Lastly, would you sell yeah, Mavropanos? Yeah, well? agreed. If if you're going to get that much for someone you paid that little for, then definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, that's fine. So we're selling Mavropanos. As we said, we're not going to cover Saliba because he's he's just signed. So we're keeping him as well in the squad. Um, so on to the midfielders uh, for Arsenal. Um, so there's not actually that many midfielders um, in terms of central midfield. Um, so I'll go to Luca uh, for, for the first opinion on this player. Uh, Danny Ceballos, um, he's on loan at the moment. Would you keep him or would you would you sign him would you extend his loan or what would I you think do I think to be honest um, I would extend his loan 
Uh, I mean, he's, he's on loan from Real, isn't he? Real Madrid. Um, I just he he's had a, he's had a few good games in the in the Prem, but it, coming from the La Liga, where it's it's more sort of nice fancy play, nice passing, coming into an Arsenal squad where that's not really how they play. I, I don't know if Arteta has got that in mind, but um, to be honest, I'd extend his loan, see how he would fit into the Arsenal team, uh, and and see see where it happens from there. Mm, yeah. Um, so Theo, uh, Chabayos, would you? How would you think he's done um, at Arsenal? He's been seriously uh, underwhelming this season. Mm. Um, he's been bang average, if that. I think I agree with Luca. I, I definitely extend his loan if, if you got the opportunity. I'd never buy him though. Um, and my question, I question his commitment because in January of this season, I, I was hearing that he he was saying that he can't wait to get back to Real Madrid and try and make it in the first team. Um, so loan him if you can if not there's better players who can do a better job than him in Mm. the Premier League in fact yeah I I think that's the thing I think it's quite as season's been underwhelming I would keep him if you can Um, I wouldn't spend a fortune on him but and I think Real Madrid will want some good money for him Um, so I think if you can get his loan extended yeah keep him Um, but yeah we'll we'll see what what comes of that Uh, lastly Philippe Chabayos, do you, do you think Arsenal should try and keep him or try and go in a different direction? I think you guys are spot on. If you can extend his loan, extend it. He's not. He's shown glimpses. He's shown that because of a factor, but it's not been consistent. If we do not extend his loan, we may need to spend forty million on a player. That's how much Real Madrid wants for him. If we can keep him for a year, that's great. That's one position we don't need to worry about. If he shows consistency, but do not buy him. Do not spend forty million on someone who's not proven himself. Yeah, I think he was really good at Real Betis. I remember when he was at Real Betis before Real Madrid signed him, and he'd done really well there. Um, so it's quite surprising he's it's not really worked out for him. Um, and he had that good debut against Burnley. Um, so yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting. But I would extend the loan if possible. Um, as we said. Um, but as a, as a whole, uh, what we'll say we'll say to for Ch- Chabayos, we're not going to sign him. We're we're, we're going to try and extend the loan as Arsenal. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be the Arsenal board almost um, and we'll try and extend his loan. On to our next one, Lucas Torreira. So, Luca, um, what do you make of Lucas Torreira? Yeah, I really I really like him. Um, I think I think he's a great player and, and who, who were we on about earlier? Who, oh, I can't remember. Who was it now that wanted to play for Arsenal? Uh, was it Bellerin? Was that who we were on about? Yeah, I think he's another one. He, he loves, I think he loves the club. He, he just loves playing football um, and he was, he was quality at Sampdoria obviously that's why Arsenal picked him up quality CDM I'd 100% keep him uh, when he's back to full fitness mm, yeah yeah, I, I, I'm in agreement I think he's underrated um, as a centre defensive midfielder because of his uh, size um, so I, I would definitely keep him uh, Theo would you keep Torreira? he's alright Torreira actually Yeah, it's not really happened for him this season I don't know how how well he fits into Arteta's plans as well. Um, he had a really good season last season. I just again, I, I question his commitment. I have heard a number of times that he's homesick. He wants to go back to Italy, mm. um, AC Milan. I mean, AC Milan would be a very good good place to go for him, actually. In my opinion, I would sell Lucas Torreira, not because of his quality. I just think he's a better fit somewhere else. And I think there's better fit to Arsenal than Lucas Torreira. Might be a bit controversial, but I think, I think sell him, to be honest. Mm, interesting. Uh, Philippe, would you keep or sell Torreira? What, what's your opinion? 
I'm torn. I think Theo's got a good point. He would fit in somewhere else better. I don't think he's in Arteta's plans. I think he wants two ball-playing midfielders, whereas Torreira is not that. He gives you that security at the back, but I don't think that's what Arteta's going for. He'd be going for total possession domination. Mm. So, unfortunately, even though he's probably my favourite player in that squad right now, I think he should go, not just Mm. for Arsenal, but just for himself, just so he gets a chance to play. So, yeah, so so, so um, you're you're saying sell as well then? Yeah. Yeah, so so that's two versus two, but uh, Philippe, since you're our guest and an Arsenal fan, uh, we're going to be selling uh, Lucas Torreira. Uh, on to our next one, Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Um, so, uh, Luca? Yeah, he's he's a good good young player. Is he, is he so, he's right, right-sided, isn't he? So yeah, he's, he's right wing-back slash defensive midfielder, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I think... Uh, to be honest, he's a good player, but you've got the likes of, uh, as we said, Bellerin. If he wanted to play right back, then CDMs will go on to who, who the other players they've got. I think he should move um, if he's not going to get game time to to further his career. I think I think we should sell him. Mm, yeah, I, I would say lo- loan him out or sell him. He's twenty two, twenty. Oh, he's twenty two at the moment. Going to be twenty three. Um, but I think if you can get a bit of money for him, I, I would sell him. Uh, Theo. Quick thoughts. Yeah, he's got to go. Um, he is bang average. He, he thinks he wants to play in midfield. He doesn't fit anywhere in the Arsenal team. Um, and yeah, if, for for an English fullback who's 22, 23 years old, he's probably about the 400th best player in England in fullbacks. He's he's, he's average, so average. Mm, yeah. Um, Philippe, uh, your opinion on Maitland Niles? Kind of, kind of agree with Theo. I think he's not. F- He's not in the pecking order for central midfield. And he was only a right-back because Bellerin was injured and Cedric wasn't there. I think loan him out for a year, see if anything happens, maybe do the championship. Mm. But I don't think his long-term future is at Arsenal. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so we're going with sell, I think, then. Um, I think we're all kind of loan or sell. Um, but, yeah, I think I think we're going to sell Maitland-Niles um, if we get a bit of money for him. Uh on to another one, on to another youngster who's done okay, a bit better than Maitland-Niles, in my opinion, at Arsenal, and that's Joe Willock. Um, so, Joe Willock, what's, what's your opinion, Luca, of Joe Willock? Yeah, I remember, um, I remember watching a game, and he, he, scored, he scored an absolute banger. He uh, does look like a, a, a good young prospect. Uh, and personally, I, I, would, I would keep him. Um, maybe Arteta here and there gives him a few, few cup starts. Maybe uh, gets him on like sort of 60th minute prem uh, just to see what he can do but I would I would keep him try and develop him uh, and he could turn into a quality player yeah mm, yeah yeah I, I, he's 20 he's 20 years old Joe Willick so he's, he's a bit younger than Maitland Niles um, and I do think he's got a bit of a bright future he's kind of kicked on this year getting a couple of goals um, and a couple of assists for from midfield um, so yeah I would, I would definitely keep Joe Willick uh, personally um, Theo what about what about yourself Long term, I don't think he's going to spend too long at Arsenal. But after this season, he's definitely um, warranted a, another season at Arsenal. I think he's done really well this season. I really do. Mm. Um, and he scored goals. He looks like he can score goals. And for a young lad coming into Arsenal's midfield, especially after the start of the season Arsenal's had, I think he's he's done himself pretty pretty proud. I'd keep him. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Philippe, uh, thoughts on Joe Bullock? Can he become? I would keep him. 
I would keep him. I like that he's really creative. He's trying to dribble. He's trying to make those difficult passes. It's not always working out for him. And he gets a lot of stick for it, but he's got the right idea. He's a bit rough around the edges, but if he can, he's got the vision. If he can sort out the technique, I think we've got a gem there. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I definitely um, agree with the, your thoughts there. Um, so yeah, we're going to keep Joe Willock um, as well in, in and around the squad. Um, on to another youngster, a 21-year-old French centre midfielder, Matteo Guendouzi. Um, so Luca uh, Guendouzi, um, oh. he's got, got a fair afro uh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> I really like him, to be honest. I think he, I think he's a, a really good player. I think he should. I think Arteta should start him. Um, I think he's more, he's sort of more defensive. I think he's got pace on him, uh, which which will help out whilst if he wanted to sort of be a box to box. But I think he's a really, really good midfielder and I think 100% keep him. Mm, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I think the only thing with Guendouzi is he's got a bit of a, a tongue on him um, where he, he talks a lot of nonsense sometimes. Uh, can't keep his mouth shut sometimes um, to opponents. He, he says some things that are a bit immature. Um, and I do think that's going to have to... But he is 21, um, so he, he is a younger kid, but he's going to have to learn um, quickly to to be a bit more respectful um, on the football pitch, but also show his quality. Um, Theo, uh, Gwendouzi, quickly, what's your opinion on? Yeah, I like Gwendouzi. Um, fair play to Emre, cracking fine. Um, I love how passionate Gwendouzi is. I love the fact that he's got a bit of a, a mouth on him. I absolutely love that. He's not afraid of anyone. Um, yeah, Guendouzi's an awesome player and he's, he's probably a player Arsenal can rely on for, for a number of years. Mm, yeah, and Philippe, uh, opinion on, on Guendouzi? <sighs> he's not been in the last four match squads because of his tongue. I don't think Arteta's going to tolerate the attitude he's got, like telling Brighton players that he already earns more than they ever will. I think that's out of order. But I do love that cockiness. We've not had someone like that for a long, long time. Mm. You think Tony Adams, Vieira, we've not had anyone like that who'd shout opposition players, get in their faces. I mm. want that from Gunduzi, but I want him to grow up. And I think mm. if he doesn't, Arteta will sell him. But yeah. I think he's a keep. I think even now he could get £40 million for him. Yeah. But yeah. it would be such a waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do think I would I would keep Gunduzi. Um I do think it'll be more interesting if he's alongside someone. Obviously, you mentioned the great Patrick Vieira there. Um, you're not going to find a Patrick Vieira for very very easily, um, but if you can put a leader in beside uh, someone, Gwendouzi, I think that can give him a bit more saying, right, this is when you shut up and this is when you can be a bit more yeah. uh, in players' faces. I think there's, there's a balance to be had uh, with that. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh, Gwendouzi. Um, on to um, another one, and that's Granit Xhaka, uh, another centre midfielder, the former Arsenal captain. Um, he we all know he had that rant um, during Emery's time where he, he stormed off the pitch and threw his, uh, his his shirt on the ground, the armband away. He was quite annoyed that day, um, and it was it's it's good to see that he's back. Um, because I do think he got a lot of criticism that he probably doesn't des- sometimes deserve. But yeah, it's it's good to see that he's back. But Luca, what's your opinion on on Granit Xhaka? Yeah, I I, I like Granit Xhaka. I think he's I think he's a, a really good player. And I think that the fact the actual fact that he got so emotional that he took off his shirt. Obviously, he's got he's a professional footballer. He's getting paid loads of money to play for that team. But the fact that he took it off shows that he truly cares about, you know, what 
what people you know mm. how how they how they see him and he want he wants to be the best player that he can be and I think the fact obviously no you shouldn't if you're the captain as well you shouldn't take off your your shirt like that and it got obviously a lot of attention from Arsenal fans calling for him to to you know be axed but I think he just keeps his keeps his head down gets gets back into into form I think he, he's a he's a very good player I'd keep him. Mm. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I would. I was undecided. Um, I think if you can get some, he's 27 at the moment. Um, I think if you got a bit of money, I would be tempted. It depends who you, how much you're get gonna get uh, for Granite Xhaka. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's it's dependent on that. So I'm I'm undecided. So I'm gonna let you boys decide uh, on on Xhaka. So Luca, you, you said that you'd keep him then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Theo, what's your opinion on Xhaka? Xhaka is absolutely awesome. Statistically, Arsenal are a better team with Granit Xhaka. Um, they don't lose games as much when Xhaka plays. Xhaka's brilliant. The the amount of negativity he has is absolutely disgraceful. Um, Xhaka, yeah, definitely keep Xhaka. And uh, Philippe, your opinion on Xhaka? Absolutely agree. I think he's the most underrated player in that squad. I think he's been captain of Borussia Mönchengladbach and Switzerland for a reason. He's the only leader we've got on that pitch. He's a good example to the younger players. I think we forget his attributes, his long passing, his work off the ball, and his long shooting. We forget how many goals he has scored. I think he's our captain for the next few years. And I think what happened with the fans against Crystal Palace at two strong, I think Arsenal fan TV sparked that. Because every single game he was a scapegoat. I I don't think he deserved it and the social media abuse he was getting and the death threats especially mm. from his own fans which I think is mm. terrible I think he had every right to throw that shirt down I, I'm a big fan I'd say keep on but I do believe if and we'll go to it later if Thomas Partey comes in I think Arteta may want to play Torreira or maybe a more offensive player aka Gundiz or Ceballos next to him mm. so where does that leave Xhaka but I would keep him yeah. Well, well, in our in our team, we're selling Torreira, so Arteta wouldn't have that decision to make uh, for next season, according to our, our decisions. Um, but we're going to keep Granite Xhaka. Um, Can I just say that I've never agreed with a statement more in my life than what Philippe <laughs> just said, word for word. I have never agreed so passionately about anything else. It's good to have. It's good to have because Theo, you don't usually agree with me much. <laughs> Sometimes I come up with statements, and you're just like rubbish. That's absolute rubbish. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you've got to have that as friends, though. You've got to have. Uh, I do have another side to me, Jordan. I know. I know you do. I know you do. Um, so on to our last midfielder, um, and I think everyone's looking forward to hearing about this. Is Mesut Ozil um, on everyone's opinion? Obviously. Uh, Mesut Ozil is on a huge contract so whether you'll be able to sell him or not whether Arsenal will be able to sell him or not um, our decision is final so if we choose to sell Mesut Ozil um, that means we're getting his wage off the books um, etc so look first on to you Mesut Ozil keep or sell yeah I, I, I want to keep him uh, as, I, as I said I said at the start can, he can pass better than, than near enough anyone in, in the Prem when he's on form uh, and that just just goes to show that there's that one Arsenal goal from a few seasons back when you know they passed it round and then he passed it to Aubameyang and Aubameyang. again in the Europa League. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Um, and that just goes to show when when Ozil's on form and and Arsenal are playing sort of catering to Ozil, he can he, they can put 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 together attacks like that. So I'd keep him. Yeah. Mm, 
Interesting, interesting. I've got a different opinion. I, I would sell him or, or let, well, he's, he's on his last year's contract, I believe, um, and for next year. I think that's going to be his last year. Um, so I, I would try and loan him out if you can uh, to sell or or sell him if you if you get the money straight up. Um, I th- I've heard Fenerbahce's been linked um, to taking him. Whether they can afford him is, is questionable. Um, but yeah, it would be, I think Arsenal would have to pay some of his contract off in order to get rid of his bo- his money off the books. Uh, Theo, a uh, quick quick thought on, on Nozel. There's no denying his quality when he's on form, but in order to rebuild Arsenal, you have to rip out one of the, the bad weeds uh, of Arsenal. And he has to go. Fenerbahce is a good shout. He's obviously Turkish. He's not German, he's Turkish. So, um, yeah, it's time to go, Ozil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Philippe, on to you. You, get the, you actually get the final call here. If you, if you decide to keep him, um, we're going to go with keep. But if you decide to sell, we're going to go with sell. I think I could have a full episode on Messi Ozil. I think prime Messi Ozil, and this is a brave statement, is ever going to be better than Kevin De Bruyne prime. I think Messi Ozil was incredible at Real Madrid when he came the first three seasons when Sanchez was there. He was incredible. I don't know what happened. I think his decline started when Arsenal stopped dominating possession. Mm. We started having to press, which he does not like. He's a luxury player. But I would, I think at this point, you try and get rid of him. You do not play him anymore. But I don't think we can get rid of him. Who's going to take him on if he doesn't want to press? No one, no team in modern football does not press unless you dominate possession like PSG or maybe Real Madrid, but they will not take a player like that past mm. his prime on yeah. 350k a week. And personally, I don't think Fenerbahce will take him on because mm. he's too much, unless we pay most of the wages. Mm. So yeah. I think he's going to sit on the bench for the rest of the year and then he's going to go on a free. So would you, would you, if you had the decision to sell him or keep, would you sell him or keep? What What's your final decision? I don't think his attitude's coming back, so I would sell him. I think his attitude's gone. I don't think he wants to be there. He just wants the money. Mm. If it was also a few two seasons ago, he'd be the first team on the sheet, but he's not. He's got to go. But yeah. he won't go because I do not believe there's any suitors for him. Yeah, I think I think that's the that's the thing. It'll be interesting to see if there's a suitor. I think if you can loan him out, I think that's an option. Um, because if it's last year of his contract, that's some of his wages off the books. I think yeah. Arsenal could probably get 150,000, 140,000 maybe even um, to get him. And then they pay the rest of his, of his 350,000 contracts a week. Um, they'd have to pay the rest of that. But at least some of his wages would be off the books if you if you loan them out. So, um, But our option, we have this option uh, for our podcast where we're, we've got the decision to make of sell or keep and we're going to sell Mesut Ozil. So he's not going to be part of the squad. Um, so on to the attackers and we'll be trying to be as quick as possible um, with this because we want to go on to a couple of players we'd sign as well if we can. Um, so the first attacker is Alexandre Lacazette. Um, so Philippe, coming to you first this time. Lacazette, uh, keep or sell? Keep. Most talented player in the squad's probably got the best touch, best finishing. He's not the quickest, he's not the strongest, but he's a good finisher. Keep, he's been unlucky with injuries this, this season, but he was our player of the season last season. Absolutely keep. If you're selling him, you want more than 70 million for him. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I, I think Lacazette, he's 29 years old, so he's he's still got a couple of years left. As Probably as his best as his peak um so i would i would i would keep lacazette in the squad i think um the next player we're going to talk about i think we're we're gonna 
Um, it's going to be an interesting conversation. Um, but I would keep Lacazette. Uh, Theo, would you keep Lacazette? You keep one of the two, either Lacazette or the next player we, we know that we're going to talk about. And I think you keep Lacazette. Lacazette is he's, he's decent. He's a talented player. Um, but he's been he's underperformed for Arsenal, in my opinion. But I still think he's got a lot more to give. I think he could be a bit of a late bloomer, really. Uh, mm. So yeah, I'd keep Lacazette. Yeah, that that's that that's I think well obviously uh, three of the people at the moment have said keep, but Luca, uh, would you keep Lacazette? Would you be in agreement with us? Yeah, there's there's no denying he's a he's a top striker. Um, personally, I mean I know we I know we're already keeping him because it's it's three against one, but I would I would rather have the the next player we're gonna we're gonna talk about to be honest. Mm. I would rather have him. Yeah, I, I do think, um, well, well, we'll move on. Uh, we're keeping Lacazette, but the next player we're, we're, we're referring to is Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. And I think we would we would all say to keep Aubameyang, but he is on his last year of his contract. Um, so if you're going to get some money for him now, um, I think I would I would personally sell uh, Aubameyang. He's uh, two years older. He's 31 years old. Um, so he's a wee bit past um, probably his best, but he's still a talented player. But I think if you can get 50 million, 60 million for him, um, I, I would I would reinvest that into the squad, um, and I, I think that's that that's as much money you're going to get for a 31 year old really on the last year of his contract. Uh, because in January, if he decides not to sign in January, he's got the option to speak to a whole host of European clubs, not English clubs, but a whole host of European clubs on a free contract. So I think if you can get some money for him, if he's not going to sign a contract, I'd sell. I would offer him one more final contract and that's it. I would offer him that contract and that's that that would be the last chance you can keep him. Um but I would sell Aubameyang if he's not going to sign. Um Philippe, uh, you were shaking your head there uh, to that price tag I mentioned. I do not think anyone will pay 60 million for a player who's got one year left on his contract at 31. Mm. I think the most we could get for him is 20 million because every club will be thinking we can get him for free in January. Yep. Well not for free but sign him for free. Yeah, I think Obama is an absolute keep golden boot last season he's on course for a golden boot this season he creates goals out of nowhere he has to stay even if Lacazette stays I think they both stay mm. he wants a three year deal with 250k if Ozil gets 350 even if we shift him or Mkhitaryan mm. dude, I think we've forgotten to mention actually we're going to go on to I was going to mention the loan yes. players quick but yeah. I think we're going to I think uh, I think we keep Aubameyang, even if it means losing him on a free next year. If he can fire us into the Champions League next season or be convinced by Arteta's project mm. and good spending in the market, I think that's what he wants to see. I think he wants to see progress and potential to be back in the Champions League next year. Mm. I think if we give him that, he stays. If he doesn't stay, it's our fault. Mm. So, so I think he's a keep. You think he's a keep? That, even that, if it means losing him on a free next season. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think keep him. Because if we sell them for twenty million, we need to spend seventy to replace them. Mm. Aye, interesting. That, well, it's interesting. They've got a couple of options there um, as well. Theo, what's your opinion on uh, Aubameyang, the Aubameyang situation? Um, there's no denying Aubameyang's a great player. It's just it comes down to it doesn't really come down to keep or sell. It comes down to whether he wants to sign a contract or not. You risk him leaving uh, for nothing, which is ridiculous for a player of his quality. Realistically, I don't really know what to say um, on keep or sell. It all depends on what he does. I'd personally sell him. Mm -hmm. um, I think Arteta needs committed players. Mm -hmm. 
but I think it's a tough call. Would yeah. you would you sell him for twenty million, even though even if he's uncommitted, he still gets thirty goals in the in the season? See, that's a very good question. I if someone came in for twenty million, I would not sell. I'd be looking for at least thirty, thirty-five million. Mm-hmm. Um, because if someone comes in for twenty million and he's a 20, 25 goal player, it's not worth it. I say a substantial offer, or you keep him and let him go on a free in the in in the next season. Yeah, that's a, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, Luca, would you keep or set or so? Uh, this thing is like we're we're gonna have to make a decision on where whether we're keeping um, Abamyang. Um, I think the four of us have to come to a decision here. Um, but Luca, your your opinion quickly on Abamyang? Yeah, I I I definitely keep him. Um, I think I think I do think Arsenal bought him late because they were linked with him uh, way earlier than they bought him. But um, I I hundred percent keep him. Even at even at thirty one, he's he's one of the fastest attackers in the Premier League. So yeah, I, I keep him. Mm-hmm. So so I think are we all so are we agreeing to keep him then or are we, give him the contract? Give him the contract. Give him the contract. Give so him, give him the contract. Give him the give him what he wants and keep him, right? No problem. I think that's that's fine. Then we're gonna keep Pierre Emerick as well. Then, um, onto another player, and we're gonna tr- we're gonna try and cover some of these players quite quickly because we want to go and talk about uh, some players with time. Um, Nikolai Pepe. I think everyone's in agreement. They sign. They've only just signed them. Um, so I think we're all in agreement to keep Nikolai Pepe. Um, just just to say, are you a keep or sell? Well, keep or sell? Um, Philippe, are you are you keeping Pepe? Absolutely, keep seventy. We just spent seventy million on him. I think he's incredible. He's young. His work rate is amazing. His left foot is amazing. Yes, he doesn't shoot with his right for some reason, but I think he can work on that. I think he's been a scapegoat. Also, I don't. He's got some good numbers, good goals, good assists. I think his fans have been really unfair to him, so he's an absolute mm. keep. That's that's no problem. That's a that's that's a good statement. I think that's a good thing to leave off on with with Pepe. Um, I think Theo and Luca would also agree that he's a a good player and a lot more to prove. Um, with, with Arsenal. Um, onto another player, Reese Nelson. Would we keep ourselves, Reese Nelson? Is he is he worth keeping? Uh, Philippe, do you think he's worth keeping? Keep. I think he had a great season last season. I think the fact. That Saka has been so good this season has not let him play as much. So keep them both. Mm. Uh, sorry, keep Nelson and see what you're gonna do with him next year. See if he improves. Mm. Mm. He is twenty. He is twenty years old. So and he's homegrown. So yeah, it's probably worth keeping him around. Maybe a loan spell away. Um, he was at Hoffenheim. I remember he went out there and he'd done quite well. Um, so maybe a loan spell somewhere would be quite good for him. Uh, Theo, your opinion on Nelson? Yeah. I think he deserves. It. I don't think he's he's he's. I don't think he's very good to be honest. I think he's all right, but his season at Hoffenheim probably deserves a bit longer to to keep him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd keep him, but I'd a push. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh, Luca, would you keep um, Nelson? And if so, would you loan him out um, to get some more game time? Uh, to be honest, I, um, I, I'd sell him. I think he would have done it. I think he, if he'd have, if Hoffenheim had have bought him, uh, mm-hmm. I think he'd he'd have done a lot better. He would have started, um, and he could have done, you know, what what Sancho's done. So I think yeah. I think should have sold him. He he kind of reminds me of Serge Gnabry a bit, 
um, when Serge Gnabry was at Arsenal, he came through the Arsenal Academy and went to Germany and, and has developed into a very good player. He's now at Bayern Munich. Um, so we never know. You you never know with Reese Nelson. If he goes and gets some game time somewhere, um, maybe he can develop his game and become a really good player. And maybe hopefully Arsenal keep um, that, that type of player around. But I think I've got down him down as keep. Philippe said he's, he's, he, uh, he wants to keep him. So I think we're going to keep Reese Nelson about. Um, on to our, another one, which is Eddie Nketiah. Um, would we keep Eddie Nketiah around, boys? Uh, Philippe, would you keep Eddie Nketiah? Keep Nketiah, he's showing good attitude. It didn't work out for him at Leeds. He mm. scored a few goals recently for Arsenal since coming back. I think he's good competition for Lacazette. Mm-hmm. Do not sign another striker. Keep them too as competition mm. for places. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a that's a good shout. That's interesting. Uh, also, Theo and Luca in Ketia, what's your opinions? Yeah, he's a he's a cracking ball boy for Bamiang and Lacazette in in training. Um, he's he's he ain't gonna do anything for Arsenal. Oh, I'm sorry. The fact that Bielsa didn't touch him and Bielsa would rather play Patrick Bamford up front, who is one of the worst strikers the world has ever seen. Um, yeah, you got to get. If you need, if you want a player you can rely on, you don't throw Eddie and Ketir on with twenty minutes to go. Mm, mm. Uh, that's interesting. He has scored a couple of goals, so I think he deserves some more game time. Uh, he's homegrown as well, so I, I would keep him personally. Um, I, do, I think that's. I think Bielsa. I think um, probably should have played him, but again, uh, it doesn't mean it's not going to work out on loan maybe somewhere else. But I would. I would he was. Him. He was scoring for Leeds. Mm. So I never understood why Pearson never played him. Mm. I'm pretty sure every time he got a chance, he scored. So I don't know why it didn't work out. Yeah, I, I think it was squad size. It, it was something to do with... I remember hearing something. I'm sure it was something to do with squad size or something along those lines or or something to do maybe financially. I, I think it was I think it was if he played a certain amount of games. Yeah, I think They had to that. pay money, more money to Arsenal. I think and I don't that was. Think he, I don't think he liked him as much as... Because... In the summer, Nketiah had a host of clubs after him in the championship, mm-hmm. loads and loads of clubs, and Leeds mm-hmm. won his signature. But I think Bielsa in training saw him and there wasn't something he liked about him. Um, so that's why his loan was, was mm-hmm. cut short. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I think that was it was something to do with financially or, or something along those lines. I remember, yeah, yeah. He, I remember hearing about that. Um, Luca, would you keep Eddie Nketiah around and do you think he's um, maybe deserving more time at Arsenal? He's 21, uh, so still mm-hmm. young. Yeah, I think uh, Arteta seems to be showing, uh, putting some faith in him in the moment. Mm. Um, so I, I think I think he does he does deserve to to have some time in the prem, see what he can do. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'd keep him. Yeah, that's that's fine, no problem. We'll move on then. We're keeping Eddie and Kate here. Um, on to our last two. Um, one that was signed this summer, uh, Gabriel Martinelli. Um, I think we're all going to agree here. Um, that we'd keep Gabriel Martinelli. He's 19, uh, so very young, uh, young Brazilian kid, and he's and he's definitely proven himself to be a, a valuable member of the Arsenal squad. But Philippe, have you been? How impressed have you been with Martinelli? Very impressed. He signed someone from the was it the seventh Brazilian division? Into I'm, the Premier I'm not entirely League? sure. I'm not entirely sure where, where they signed him from, but yeah, um, yeah, definitely an unknown think... prospect. I think he can give Mason Greenwood a fight for who's the best youngster in the league. That's all I've got to say. Absolute keep. Mm, yeah, definitely a 
definitely keep. It's an interesting shout you said there about uh, Greenwood. Um, I do think uh, Greenwood's been hyped up as well, um, and so is Martinelli. And I do think they're good players, but I, I, I want to see them both develop, and I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. Theo was uh, kind of disagreeing with you with that look there into the camera. Um, he was he was disagreeing with your comparison of uh, Martinelli and Greenwood. What, Theo, what's what's your opinion there? I don't know who to be more offended at your uh, Philippe's comment or the fact that you've said he's overhyped. Mason Greenwood is the whole reason United won't buy Jaden Sancho in the summer. And Mason Greenwood is absolutely fantastic. Do you know what's the, the most impressive thing about Mason Greenwood? During the lockdown, um, he's been given a, a plan to improve his upper body and he's gone from a boy into a man. And he, he's awesome. The way he cuts it on his left foot reminds me of Van Persie. But Martinelli, going back to the more important Arsenal run at the moment, yeah. yes, Martinelli's a great player. Really impressed with him this season. And definitely, I think next season could be, could be a starter week in, week out. We'll, we'll definitely have to talk about Greenwood in the in the Man United podcast we do down the line. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of opinions down uh, there when we when we discuss that. Um, but yeah, Martinelli, I, th- I think a definite keeper. Um, Luca, would would you agree the same with us? Yeah, keep yeah, keep Martinelli. Yep, yeah, I definitely think that's definitely a player that we'll see uh, grow into a, a first team regular for Arsenal one day. And the last player um, we're going to cover him quickly and Bakayo Saka. Um, so he has been really good um, for Arsenal since coming through their academy. Um, how impressed have you been of Saka then, Philippe? Uh, incredible. I did not see that coming, especially since he played left-back and he's got nine assists, or is it ten assists now this season? Just from playing left-back. He's mm-hmm. played four positions in the last four games. He's played right-wing, centre-mid, left-wing and left-back. And he mm-hmm. scored and assisted in those games, so I think... He's played in four positions. If he's showing that at the age of 18, yeah. absolutely keep him. Yeah, definitely. Definitely keep him around. And uh, I've seen Theo gave a thumbs up to the camera there. Um, you're definitely in agreement there. And Luca, I presume you're the same. Yeah, uh, 100%. 100%. Keep Bakaya Saka around. Um, there is a couple of players on loan, but we're, we'll just cover them off quickly. El Nene, I believe everyone uh, would be agreeing with to sell, sell him. Um, he's... he's not good enough uh, for Arsenal. He was brought in from Basel and he's 28 years old now, so he's getting on a bit. Mkhitaryan, I think we'd all agree he's on a high wage. From Man- he came in from Manchester United. I think we're all in agreement that we'd sell him. And I, then think, the- I think I've heard rumours that we're planning on just letting him go on a free to Roma at the end right. of the season. If, it's, if it gets 180k off the bill, yeah, yeah. go for it. Yeah, if you can, I think I think that's the thing to do. You you didn't spend any money on him with the Sanchez deal, so it's not much lost. It's only obviously yeah high wages that they'd pay out. But yeah, I think if you can get him off the wage bill, that's a good thing to do. And there was one last player was was Emil Smith Rowe, um, a youngster uh, who's been on loan at Huddersfield. Um, he's twenty, he's nineteen years old. Um, and I don't think it'd be any harm to keep him around the squad because um, he doesn't count towards the, the squad numbers because he's 19. Um, so, so, so I think we're going to keep him as well. Um, yeah, uh, so moving on uh, to players we want to sign. Um, and we're going to try and go over this quite quickly. We, we've spent a lot of time um, on the pod tonight. Um, but players we want to sign. Um, so I had, well, I did have right back down, but that's no longer going to be needed uh, because we're both keep, we're keeping both Bellerin 
and uh, Cedric. Uh, the players I would have signed if we had decided to sell them, though, would have been Max Adams from Norwich. I think they're going down this year, and he's a good player to bring in. He would have been a good player to bring in. He's 20 years old, would have counted towards the homegrown status, and has got really good stats in terms of dribble numbers, um, in terms of interceptions for a young player, and tackles. So I think he might be worth bringing in um, from, from a relegated Norwich. Who are, they're not relegated yet, but um, they will be relegated. But we won't talk about these players too much because we're keeping both uh, Bellerin and uh, Cedric. So we're, going, we're not going to need a right back. On to centre-back. Um, what is your opinions on centre-back, Philippe? Who do you think they should bring in uh, Arsenal? Because at the moment, uh, the players we're keeping and selling, I'll just try and get go back to the page, uh, with the players we're keeping and selling um, in terms of the, the defenders. Um, so we had down, uh, we're keeping Bellerin, Tierney, um, we're keeping Cedric, we're keeping Pablo Mari, we're keeping David Luiz, um, so, and we're keeping Saliva. So that's six defenders, but only um, if you're looking at centre-backs, only three centre-backs um, being mentioned to keep there. So uh, who, in your opinions, as an Arsenal fan, who would you want to see come in in terms of realistic signings? Uh, I think... It, this is not my idea, this is someone else who said, look at the two Burnley centre-backs, Ben Mee and Tarkovsky. They've been incredible for three seasons now and no one's talked about them. Ben Mee is too old, he's 31 now. But I think Tarkovsky at 26 is an absolute steal. He's probably going for about 30 million. Take him and I think Bournemouth are getting relegated so Nathan Aki will be up for grabs for a relatively low fee, maybe 34 million again. If I could, I'd bring both. If I could bring one, I'd bring Tarkovsky. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I remember you mentioned Tarkovsky. Um, we were talking about players earlier. You shared, shared me your career team that you had in FIFA of Arsenal. Um, and I, I noticed Tarkovsky. So I, I was going to suggest Lewis Dunk from uh, Brighton. Um, I think he's also a player that you get, could get for a decent price, probably 25 to 30 million. Um, he's really good at long balls. He's got really good long ball on him. So if you're playing up, I think from defence, from the back, I think if you're playing a long ball, I think he's the main man to go for. Uh, good clearance numbers, good. Uh, about 3.2 clearances per match. Um, around about one intercept, well, one, about over one interception a match and one tackle a match. Um, and he's got a good goal scoring record of three goals and three assists. So it's dangerous from a corner. Um, so I would look at Lewis Dunk uh, as an option. But Theo, um, who would you suggest in terms of Arsenal uh, centre-backs Arsenal could get? There's a few players Arsenal could look at. Um, Johnny Evans is, is a decent shout from Leicester. Um, also, John Stones from Man City. That's, uh, that's not a bad shout, and I reckon they could get him pretty cheap. But for me, the number one centre-back is uh, AC Milan's captain, Alessio Romanoli. Um, I think Arsenal need a real leader and a real quality centre-back. Um, and Rom Romanoli, he's 23 years old, he's captain of AC Milan, he's played a lot of minutes, he's a beast mm. back. And I reckon you could get Romanoli for 30, 35 million as well. So I think would Romanoli. You, would you leave AC Milan right now who are having a rebuild for Arsenal? Or? Absolutely, absolutely. AC Milan are going absolutely nowhere. Mm, that's uh, that's quite Arsenal. interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Luca, uh, any suggestions for centre backs? I, I 100% agree with Philippe. I think Nathan Ake is way too good for Bournemouth. Um, mm. I think he he needs to he needs to 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 move to a bigger club like like Arsenal. So yeah, I think Nathan Ake. 
Right, Nathan Ake. So in terms of signings, um, they've only got three centre-backs, so we can go for two here. Um, so Ake's been mentioned, so I think we're going to go for Ake as one of the signings. Um, in terms of the other signing, um, out of the names mentioned, Philippe, who who would you be interested? We'll go with yourself with your the final call on the other centre-back, because in my opinion, we're, we're thinking five centre-backs would be a good tally to have. If it's possible, out of the ones we mentioned, Romagnoli, but I just don't think mm. he would move to Arsenal. I think there's going to be bigger offers on the table. Mm. So I, yeah. I would say ideally Romagnoli. Ideally Romagnoli, but um, do you think that's possible, Luca? Do you think it would be possible to get him? I, I don't think so. Um, although, although, as Theo said, AC Milan, they may not, may not do anything. You don't know now. They brought in Zlatan and he can, he can turn turn teams into, into beasts. Like, coming to United, everyone wrote him off, said he wouldn't do anything. Mm. Uh, and he, he, he kept a lot of pundits quiet. So, yeah. I think I'll get Milan. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the thing. I think if we can get Romagnoli, I would definitely go him. Um, but, again, I, I don't think that's going to be... I think there's better teams out there that could probably pick up Romagnoli. And I think there's that's, that's the only thing. Theo, you're going to... Yeah, I just want to just quickly mention, obviously, it's, it's Romanoli and AC Milan, but Romanoli is not, for, for how good he is, he's not a very well-talked-about player. You don't hear him come up in mentions about upcoming centre-backs. Um, he's not. He's kind of, he, he fl- uh, flies below the radar quite a bit as well. Um, and I do think AC Milan would be willing to sell as well, because if a, the right offer comes in, especially in Italy, Teams always like like to sell, um, so I don't think, especially Arsenal. You have to remember that yes, Arsenal are not doing so well, but Arsenal are a humongous club. They're probably in the top three of teams in Britain, and they're also one of the biggest clubs in the world. So the pulling power still is is massive, and Mikel Arteta as well. He's a big name, um, and Aubameyang, Lacazette. So mm-hmm. Arsenal can still pull a decent player. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well, that's that's fine. We'll, we'll go for them two suggestions. So Nathan Ake and Alessio Romagnoli. So uh, we're going to go for that for our centre-backs in terms of rebuilding Arsenal's defence. Um, I also had down um, in terms of players they could sign. Um, so the players I had down... I'll just get up again, if you give me one second. The players I had... Um, so I had down a left-back for a secondary left-back. Obviously, they've got Kieran Tierney. Um, who could they bring in as another option? So I went for, um, out of two options, so I thought Anthony Robinson um, from Wigan Athletic. And Wigan Athletic have just gone into administration in the championship. Um, and Robinson ha- was linked with a move to AC Milan as well um, in the January window, and it never worked out. So I do think um, with Robinson, he has got a, a lot of pace. Um, so definitely a player that could uh, offer something different. And a player off the bench, I guess, I think if you can get him from maybe six to eight million uh, with Wigan going into administration, they'll be looking to sell. Um, he's got decent tackle numbers, uh, 2.3 tackles per match, uh, 1.9 interceptions, um, is a good dribbler of the ball, isn't the best passer. So that's 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 the only thing. Um, so, yeah, I think if you can get him uh, as a secondary left back, a backup to Kieran Tierney, um, that's that. That's a good way to go. Um, I'd also say possibly Robin Gossens as well from Atalanta. Um, he's a left back slash left mid as well. 
Um, but he's going to cost a bit more money. Um, so it's whether they want to do that for a secondary left back, um, even though he can play left mid is, is the only thing. Um, but I don't know, uh, guys, do you, do you have any opinions on secondary left backs who can maybe back up to Tierney? Um, can you think of anyone off the top of your head? I think Saka's going to do the job. I think if it comes mm. down to it, he'll play Saka left back. I don't think that's where they're looking to strengthen. Mm. And potentially Kolasinac may still be there. Mm. Hopefully not, but he may still be. Yeah, that's fine. So we're not going to go for a left back then, uh, or, or would you? Would you? What, what, what's your opinions on Robinson? Would Would you say would you go for him if you can get him for a cut price? No, 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 you wouldn't go for him. That's that's a straight answer from Theo. That's that's always what I like from him. He's got a good, got a good straight answer. Um, that's fine, no problem. So we're not going to go for a left back. Um, in terms of other positions, uh, I was going to mention. Um, I think a centre defensive midfielder has been mentioned um, a lot, which is Thomas Partey. Um, so I was going to get Philippe's opinion on Partey. Would you, would you go for Partey? And if so, why would you go for him? I would absolutely go for him. I think if he goes for 45, or is it 52 million? Is it 45 or 52 his release clause? Uh, yeah, his it's release clause is about four, I think it's 49. It's lower, it's about 40. Is it? Oh, is that is. right? Okay. I think it's 52 million euros, but I think yeah, it's... Yeah, that's, okay. I think that's it. Yeah. I think it's 52 million euros. Um, I think that's a steal. We're talking about Arsenal needing a good CDM. You're talking about someone who's been coached up with, about, uh, sorry, who's been coached by Simeone, probably the most defensive coach in the world, the most passionate one. I think Party's got the attributes. He's young. Is he 26? Am I right saying that? Yeah. 26, 27. Okay. I think, he's 20, well, 28, I think he's 28, 29, but I still think he's got I, a few years in him. I think he's younger, and I think he's 27. I'll just it up. Let's see, Thomas Party. Let's have a look. Uh, he is 27. He's 27. Um, so he's just turned 27, um, actually. Um, in June, he turned 27. So, yeah, I think he's he's in his uh, later prime of his years. Um, but we're, we're getting quite rid of quite a lot of centre midfielders um, we're only going to have like Joe Willock, Guendouzi, Xhaka um, in our side with um, obviously if we can get Chabayos on loan as well um, we, we would do so but I do think Partey is the outstanding choice and will be the defensive midfielder that Arsenal signed but uh, Luca um, what's your thoughts on Partey and do you think he will add uh, something to Arsenal? I think I, I think Party is a, a very very good player, um, but to, to be honest, I was I, I think if Arsenal are going to buy CDM, uh, I know he's young um, and they probably want to bring in a more experienced player such as Party. But I think Sanjo Tonali from uh, Brescia, mm-hmm. uh, he's a he's a quality CDM, uh, and I think I think Arsenal should should pick him up. To be honest. Yeah, I do think Tonali is a is a coveted uh, centre defensive midfielder. He's linked with a whole host of Italian I giants. I think he's linked to Inter, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's oh, been linked with Inter and well, Inter and Juventus. But I think Inter has been the most touted um, in terms of where he was, where he's going to go. And I think Antonio Conte uh, has he's been on Antonio Conte's radar for a wee while. So I do think he will sign there, and I do think Party will go to Arsenal. Uh, as well so yep so I think that's obvious so we're going to go for Thomas Partey um, as well as another signing um, also uh, I had down centre attacking midfielders um, so I went for um, Amin Harit uh, from Schalke um, so a 23 year old Moroccan um, I think he he's a decent player 
Um, he's un- he's had an okay year. Schalke's not had a great season, um, so it's hard to go off all of his stats. Um, but he's got seven seven goals and four assists in all competitions, so not amazing. Um, but as I said, Schalke haven't had a great year. Uh, 1.2 shots per game, so he's getting a shot off per like over one shot per game. Um, way over one key pass per game, so he's he's doing really well there. Uh, 2.4 dribbles, so he's getting past his man. Um, he is fouled a lot. I looked at this in terms of like how many times he's been fouled because it's interesting because a player that Arsenal have been linked with in the past is Wilfred Zaha who they've been linked with in the past. Um, and Zaha has got... he get Zaha gets filled a lot of times. Um, so he kind of reminded me, not in terms of like stature and what he was like as a player, but in terms of uh, going past people, um, Arsenal look for is, have been looking for that for a wee while, has been looking for... I think, sorry, John, I think <laughs> looking at how many times someone's been filled is a terrible statistic. Mm. Someone said that recently about Grealish. Does that mean he keeps the ball too long? Does that mean he take he has the ball for too long instead of passing or shooting? Definitely, definitely. That that could be the case, but that could also mean that um, you are a central figure in your team. Um, it could mean a whole host of reasons. We don't we don't know that exactly. Um, I do think though um, he has got a lot of growth to do. Um, he's got eighty four percent of successful passes. So that means his passing percentage is really good. Um, I don't know how many passes he's he's, he's uh, making, um, but I do think if you can get him for about twenty million pounds, maybe uh, from Schalke might be a good deal. Maybe twenty to thirty um, around about that price. I think you could get him for that. Another ta- another option could be uh, Eze Eberechi Eze from QPR. He's a young uh, English attacking fielder, um, and also Buendia from Norwich. That's another option as well. Um, I don't know. Have you got any other um, opinions um, on yep. central attacking midfielders? You stole my thunder absolutely massively there. Emmy Buendia, <laughs> Emmy Buendia is one of the most um, underrated players mm. in the Premier League. Yeah. If you look at his um, statistics, if you compare him to, say, James Madison or Wilfred Zaha, mm. he's created more big chances per game. And actually, yeah. if you, Kevin De Bruyne's created most in the league with 98. Wendy's second was 75, and if he was playing for a better team, um, he would have obviously um, had more. And also his dribbles and key passes per game, 3.2 dribbles, 2.6 key passes per game, um, and defensively solid as well. So Wendy is, in my opinion, you could probably get Wendy for just under 10 million. And Can I, I would be looking at when. Sorry. How old is he, sorry? Wendy, uh, I think Wendy is 23. Let me just double check. Uh, yeah, he's 23 years old. Um, I think Buendia um, should be looked at by, in my opinion, at Man United, uh, Tottenham as well. So I think Buendia will be hot property in the summer. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I've heard his name mentioned a couple of places and a lot of people are interested in Buendia. Um, and I think if, well, Norwich is pretty much going down. So um, again, another player that you can get for a cut price probably. Uh, Luca, do you have any opinions yeah, I think and I already know Theo's opinion on on him, but personally, I think Todd Cantwell is is a very good player. Uh, I know Theo Theo doesn't like him very much, but I think in a more attacking central attacking role, because he's been playing on the wing quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think Cantwell would be a good a good bargain to be honest. Obviously, mm-hmm. Norwich going down as we've said. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing with Cantwell. Um, he is 
he can also play on the wing, and Arsenal could do with possibly cover on the left wing. Um, obviously, they've got Aubameyang that can play at their Saka, um, who I do think will play more of a, of a regular role, and Martinelli as well. Um, so it'd be good to have other options as well, though, and I think Cantwell might be another shout. Um, but all round, who, who's everyone kind of leaning towards? Who, who, who uh, would you be interested in? Philippe, going to you first, who, who would you be interested in going for well, them options? I think you saw in my career mode that I had Cantwell. I think he's a replacement to Ozil. Mm. But people brought up Buendia. I completely forgot about him. I remember playing Fantasy League mm. and he was scoring points for fun. Mm. But I think I'd go with Cantwell. Go for Cantwell. It's because I've see, I feel like I've seen more of Cantwell than Buendia, but I wouldn't write off Buendia. Mm. That's no problem. I think that we'll, we'll go for Cantwell then. Um, as uh, Luca brought him up and you're the Arsenal fan, so we'll, we'll go with uh, your call. So Todd Cantwell, uh, we're going to bring in as well. Uh, Can I Arsenal. say something really controversial? Um, yep. Cantwell's no problem. Um, but I'd actually, if you want a decent piece of business this summer, I'd go to West Ham and take Pablo Fernals. I think he's playing in a poor team. He's been, he was fantastic for Villarreal before. I think if you can refine that form, you got yourself a pretty cheap, decent attacking midfielder. I do think that though, but I think if uh, West Ham stay up, I think they'll keep um, the likes of Fornals around. I don't think they'll sell him um, unless it's for a higher price than they bought him for, which was about thirty-five million. So I think you're saying upwards of forty, uh, probably, uh, to get Fornals. I think Theo. So I think we're going to go with Campwell here um, for the option uh, we're going to go for. And lastly, I had well, I was going to sell a Bamiang. Um, but we've decided to keep him um, and try and get that contract signed. Um, but I was going to mention a couple of uh, options instead, um, just in case. Um, so I think uh, on previous podcast, uh, Dio covered this. Um, it was Odson Edward from Celtic. Um, and I do think you could get him probably around about 40 million uh, from Celtic. I don't think they would decline that very easily. Um, but just to throw in a few other options, um, just in case, in terms of slightly cheaper options, um, but I think also still good players. So um, I've seen this player mentioned as a possible target option would be Wout Verkost, uh from uh, Wolfsburg. I've seen that mentioned by a lot of um, a lot of people. He's 27. He's six foot five. Um, got 20 goals in the Bundesliga with five assists. Um, he's got over. Uh, three aerial duels, uh, one per match, um, with some uh, key shots, um, two point shots per night, two point seven shots per ninety, uh, with one key pass, um, and all of his shots are more in the penalty box. So he's he's always in the, in and around the box uh, rather than hitting them from range. And I do think you could get him for about nineteen to twenty five million. I think that's that's a probably a good price for him and I do think he'd be a, a good target and also I, I was going to suggest Gerard Moreno as well um, an old, a slightly older player he's 28 from Villarreal um, 17 goals and 4 assists in all competitions um, and yeah he can play on the right mid role as well so I, I do think he may be an option but we're keeping Lacazette and we're keeping Aubameyang so why are we talking about this anyway there's no point to talking about it too, too much further but if Aubameyang does leave what other options do, do you see who do you see coming in uh, Philippe um, if Aubameyang doesn't sign that contract I think Arsenal may not even look to sign an attacker if Aubameyang leaves. They mm. may trust Lacazette and Nketiah to do the job. Mm. But I think Edward is probably the most realistic. Someone I'd want them to look at is Paco Alcacer. 
Mm, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think that's the only thing is Alcacer left Dortmund to get more game time, so I don't know if he would. I um, think you, if I'm right, was he on loan? No, he's from Villarreal at Dortmund. I think he signed. I think, but he signed for Villarreal. Yeah, he signed. Yeah, I'm sure he did sign um, for, from Dortmund. I do think he he left on a permanent deal there. Um, I do. I don't think he would be back up to Lacazette. Um, it, it, at, at Arsenal, so I don't think I would go for Alcacer because I don't think he would want to be a backup uh, option again. Um, Theo, have you got any? Uh, obviously, Edward, you've mentioned before, uh, but any other suggestions? Yeah, I don't think Arsenal will go for a striker, but if they do, obviously, Edward or maybe one of the, the lads from Munchen Gladbach, uh, Turam or, or Play. Um, yeah, Player, yeah. But I, I think I think he'll play. Um, a front three, really, with Pepe and Lacazette. And I would be tempted to see if I could buy Felipe Anderson as well. I think mm. Felipe Anderson would be a cracking signing for Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. Remember him at West Ham the past couple of seasons. This season's in and out, but He's I think Anderson would be a good signing. Yeah, I think Anderson would, in my opinion, Anderson with Martinelli competing, I think Anderson would top off that Arsenal attack. Mm. So, do you... So, are we wanting to go for Felipe Anderson as another option um, as a big, big money signing? Do you think? Do you think Arsenal are capable of doing that, Luca? Um, do you think they're capable of signing someone like Anderson? I think so. Yeah. Um, I think if, if Anderson's playing for West Ham, who are sort of battling to stay up almost, um, and I think a player of his caliber for for him for himself, and he'd be a huge boost to Arsenal. I think. I think that would be a good signing. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Right, uh, Philippe, what's your opinion on Anderson? Would you sign him if you can? I think if we're signing a centre-back, a CDM and potentially a Cam, which should be our priorities because that's what we need. We do not sign an attacker. Mm. So do you think... All oh, right, so that's but interesting. Philippe Anderson for a left-winger yeah. is a good option. Yeah. And I think Zaha, who we should have signed last season, is mm. too much and too late. So yeah. Philippe Anderson would be a good option, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that might be a good shout um, if, if we can sign him. But I think Arsenal, uh, if we're going to be realistic here, guys, um, and we're bringing in Campwell, um, who can play left wing, I don't think we're going to go for Anderson here. Um, I, as an Arsenal board, I don't think we will sign him. Um, so our four signings, uh, altogether, we're going for Aki, Romagnoli, Partey and Campwell. So that's our four signings. We're going for Arsenal uh, for, for the summer window. Um, How so would Arsenal finish with that team? Um, I think they could get. I don't Champions think. Chef, I I don't know if they get Champions League. I think they'll get fifth. Um, it, it, it depends on the summers with other teams. I think Chelsea are going to really uh, kick on uh, next year with the signing of Timo Werner and uh, Zayic. I think they're going to kick on. Um, I think Man United are going to sign a couple of players, so um, it'll be interesting to see how they go. But I think Arsenal could get fifth, maybe sixth. Prob- well. I think sixth or fifth, I think that's where they'll be. Um, I think they'll get back into Europa League and maybe it might be another season until they can get back uh, into the Champions League. Um, what about yourself, uh, Philippe? What, what was, uh, where do you think they could get with that team then? It's a work in progress. I'd say fifth and sixth would be... Well, would sixth be a good result if we spent so much money? If mm. we get seventh or sixth this year? No, it wouldn't. I think we could compete. I think if... Arsenal give Arteta those players it's up to him to make that team happen and if Owl got six at the end of the year I think the board would be very disappointed mm, mm, Yeah, I, d- I don't think that would be very good um, for Arsenal uh, to be out the Champions League but they're going to be out of it this year um, and I think that Are might... they? 
Well, I think they're going to be out. Well, well, they're going to be at the Champions League, and it'll be, I think they're going to be at the Europa League, which I think will help them actually. Um, less games on the on the, on the schedule, um, so all their focus will go to the league. Um, so yeah, I think that that will be quite good. Uh, Theo and Luca, lastly, what what's then your opinions on on the league positions? Um, this season or next? Uh, this season coming. Also, the one coming up. Um, yeah, Arsenal, coming. I think Arsenal, they'll finish fifth, but I think they'll, they'll do a decent push for fourth, mm-hmm. um, providing they make some signings. And also, I think they'll have a good cup run. But that really is a, is a good season of their mm-hmm. progress. If by the end of the next season, they've filtered through and got rid of uh, Mesut Ozil, etc., and um, they've got players who are, who are feeling more confident, I think Arsenal will mm-hmm. push on, not this season, but the, the season after. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, and Luca, lastly, your opinion on that? Yeah, I think I think thinking about it, next season's Premier League is going to be one of the best seasons we've seen in a long time. The, all the big clubs are all all signing some big players, um, and I think if Arsenal do go ahead and, and sign, you know, players that we've mentioned, I think maybe maybe Champions League is a bit is a bit uh, pushing punching above their weight, but I think definitely sixth or seventh they'll they'll mm. end up around there. Mm. Yeah, so we're saying probably fifth to seventh, maybe with a Champions League push. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't think Sheffield United will have as good a season um, as they had uh, this year. Um, But I I do think that there will be a lot of competition for those Champions League places. And with Wolves and Leicester, um, I do think they'll also strengthen. So I think um, Arsenal will have some good competition. Um, Lastly, to go over, boys, in terms of the sign, including the signings we've made, um, we'll do quickly an 11 um, of the team so Leno and goals Tierney at left back Bellinger at right back our centre backs are we going for Aki and Romagnoli or are we putting Saliba in there to start or what what we're doing here we're doing three centre backs yeah Yeah. I'd I'd have um, Saliba Saliba Romagnoli and uh, Aki right so we think Saliba and Aki two very young players will be allowed to play in the side 11 though it just comes down to whether you want uh, yeah I'll go with them three that's a mess three Mm, yeah, definitely. I know it's a bit of a gamble, but it, it just comes down to like if you'd be willing to have the risk or if you'd be willing to trust yeah. Louise. Aki, Aki is uh, 25, so he, he's not that young. So I think he's got enough experience on him to, to, to man his own. Um, so we'll go Aki at left centre back. We'll go with Romagnoli in the middle of them two. And we'll go Saliba on the right hand side um, for Arsenal. Um, that's fine, no problem. Um, in terms of our two centre mids, Partey is going to be one of them. Um, but who's going to partner alongside Partey? Uh, Philippe, what, who's your opinion? Who, who are you going to uh, partner? If, if we extend this to Bios loan, which I don't think will happen, I think it's Bios. I think we need that Santa Cazorla player who can link defensive mm. attack. If mm. not, I think it's Lucas Torreira. I don't think we can have Jacques in there if Partey's in there. Well, we're we're selling Torreira. Remember, we've decided oh, to sell Torreira. We've we've decided yeah. to sell Torreira. Has to be Sabias then. Has to be so, Sabias. So you're going to try and sign Sabias on a, another loan? Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's a good shout. Uh, Luca, what would you go with Sabias then? If we can I think get... I think Guendouzi, to be honest. Guendouzi. Um, I think partner him. I think that would be a good partnership, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. And Theo, who 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 do you think then? Well, the way I've set Arsenal up when I've, when I've jotted some notes is I'd go for a four, uh, three, four, one, two. So I'd have Shaka and Partey in terms of defensive stability, and then Wendy sitting just in front. Um, so did I'd partner. Part- so Shaka, yeah. Did you say? Jaka? Yeah, Shaka. Yeah. 
So we've got an option here, boys, but I think what we'll go with, we'll go with our designated Arsenal fan um, in Philippe. John, did you have an opinion, though? Um, so, well, I wasn't too sure. Um, I had, um, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say. I think Guendouzi's good, but I think he's better in a three. Um, so I wouldn't go to Guendouzi. I think he'd be better in a three. I think he needs more cover um, than in the two. He, he, you're going to have to do more defensive work. Um, I think I would go Danny Chabayos if I can get him on loan. Um, but with if you can't, then Grant and Jack is a good good shout. So we'll go with Chabayos if we can get him on loan. Um, but then Jacka is our other option. So I'll write that down. So I'll go Chabayos on loan, obviously, uh, with Jacka as another option. And then Guendouzi can come into the team um, because I think he, he he's 21, so it's a lot of responsibility to put on him. Uh, in terms of our front three, um, we've still got Aubameyang and Lacazette. So are you fitting them both into our team, guys? Are, are, are we putting them both into the team? Um, and does it work? Um, I see Philippe nodding, but I see Theo also shaking his head towards that. So Philippe, would you put them both in the team? If we're playing a front three, yes. I don't think we would play a front three. I think we'd play a Cam who could potentially move mm. into a wing. For example, yeah. Saka, maybe Cantwell, and mm. then play Aubameyang and Pepe. I don't think, ideally, Lacazette is in there, but I'd love to see it. Mm. Interesting, interesting. And Theo, you were shaking your head towards that comment. Would you, do you think it's going to be a front three, or do you think it's going to be um, a Cam and two strikers? I think it'll be... Um... Yeah, I think it'll be a cannon two strikers. Um, unfortunately, as much as Arsenal fans love it, Aubameyang and Lacazette do not work well together. Um, I think Nicolas Pepe has the potential to play up front as well, and I think Pepe is the most exciting part of Arsenal at the moment. Didn't get a chance to say, but I think Pepe is absolutely awesome. I think he's a fantastic season as well. So, I, I, to be honest, Aubameyang, he's, he's, he's 30. I'd look to try and edge him out um, this season. Naturally. Mm. Interesting, interesting. And Luca, what's your then opinion? Do you think a front three or a cam yeah. and two strikers? And, uh, or what's your opinion? Do you think Aubameyang needs to be shifted out? Like in terms Who's of your the three? Sport? Who would you pick as your three players? How about we do that? I think, yeah, I don't think, as, as Theo said, Lacazette and Aubameyang, they just don't work together. My front three, I would have Cam Campwell, uh, left striker Aubameyang, uh, right striker Pepper. Mm, interesting, interesting. Uh, so it, it seems like we're going to go for a cam and, and two strikers. Um, so in terms of our, our shout, we've got Cantwell as an option. Uh, we do need to remember that. So are we putting Cantwell at cam then, guys? I agree I with Luca. So. That's my front three. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. We'll, we'll go with Cantwell at cam because um, we've got two two versus one um, or two versus two and Philippe's our, our, our guest here. Um and we're going to go, are we going to go with Aubameyang and Pepe then? Or are we going to go with Lacazette and Pepe? I think Aubameyang. 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 So we're going to go with Aubameyang. That's fine. No problem. We're going to go with Aubameyang at left striker. And we're going to go with Pepe at right striker. That's a good team, I think. So we've got Leno in goals, Tierney at left wing back, with Aki at left centre back, Romagnoli at cent the central centre back, Saliba at right centre back, Bellerin at right wing back with Partey and then possibly either Chabayos or Shaka with Campwell and Alba and Pepe up top. I think that's quite a good team, guys. I think we've built a solid team there and a team that Arsenal can hopefully compete with a bit better than they have this season. And hopefully we'll see them back in the Champions League one day. 
Um, so I think that's a good way to wrap up uh, today's pod. Um, we've, we've, it's been a long pod uh, to our listeners, so we, we really appreciate if you've listened this so far uh, to our four uh, interesting comments, or maybe nonsensical, you may say, um, from some of us. Um, but yeah, I think it's been a good, a good pod nonetheless. Um, I'll let Theo wrap up, um, and yeah, if, uh, I think that's a good way to do it. Brilliant, thank you, George. Yeah, thank, thanks, uh, guys, for, for being on, Philippe. It's been absolutely an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, we will definitely be asking you back, um, not just about Arsenal, but your opinions were, were very, very good tonight. So, uh, you know, it's nice to have a good opinion once in a while. So, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Would you like to say yeah. anything else, Philippe, then? Uh, I just want to say thanks, guys. Some good op- opinions out here. These are doing well. Keep it going. Good stuff. Legend, good stuff. Legend. You've got you've got uh, a a cap company, haven't you? You've started your own um, brand well, of caps. It's not quite me. It's more Chloe, my girlfriend, who's making the caps. It's Riot Club on Instagram. If you guys want to look it up, there's a full stop between every letter because that's the only name we could get. But yeah, she, uh, I think you, Jordan, you asked if we could try and design a cap with the logo on it. Yeah, I'm gonna try to. I'll let Chloe know. And that's good we'll see how it goes that's yeah cool, definitely yeah. definitely if you can get that um and we can maybe um yeah just see how it comes out and then yeah we'll we'll, we'll talk about that more privately um in, in due course um also member don't forget to 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 subscribe to us um on on podbean.com um we're now actually on spotify we've actually got our podcast on spotify so a more mainstream um site for you to go on as well um so you can watch on that or, or not watching that listen on that um so yeah uh we hope that you you tune in to all of our podcasts um also on instagram um so we are the emphatic fanatics podcast on instagram um so definitely go and check us out on that um and yeah we'll post every updates on that hopefully something later down the line with other uh, social media uh things down the line um so yeah uh, theo uh, i'll let you finally wrap up the show yeah, brilliant. Well, thank you very much, everyone. And uh, I hope you all enjoyed this. And I hope the listener, you enjoy this as well. And just let us know if you, you want us to, to keep doing stuff like this in the future. Brilliant. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you soon. Nice yeah. one. See you guys. Bye.